Welcome to the world of Initiative Syndicate. I'm Skriznit, your Goblin Bard, and I will Bardic inspire you to watch our D&D sessions. Hey, we are we are doing Dungeons and Dragons. We are the Initiative Syndicate. Uh, don't adjust your cameras. It does look like we have two empty chairs. We actually are only going to have one empty chair tonight. Um, the other one went to go get something right as soon as we go on the air because that's just kind of what he does. Which is uh, now I'm beginning to think that's why he wanted to move into that chair because when we did the intros, like he gets skipped. Mm. Uh, anyway, we're gonna do a session recap from the uh, like two and a half hour battle you guys had last week. Yeah, one of the most complicated boss monsters I've ever designed ever. Um, <clears throat> uh, but before we get into the recap, we're going to uh, reintroduce the characters and the players that play those characters. Um, and yeah. We'll start with Captain Badass down there. Hello, my name is Captain Badass, and he is a badass. Uh, his name's really, well, my name's Bill, and his name is Rocky. Uh, he's Paladin Minotaur. Uh, he's tall. He's got a big burn mark on the left side of his face. He's Brindle with some white patches because he's aging. Uh, he is a Redemption Paladin. He's a badass with a previous badass glaive that was melted away, badass armor that's almost melted away. But his badass horns still remain, and that's it. Nice. Was it only six? Was badass. Seven. I gave you one, though, so it's seven in the intro. Nice. Nice. There's a quota we have to meet. <laughs> it, it grows every week. It's, it's, well, it's a new year, so we got to give them more. Mm-hmm. This is the first session of 2023, so. Yeah, we haven't played since last year. Oh! Oh! We'll, we'll go over to the man with the crown over there. Hello, I'm Jesse. I play... Skriznit, your level four bard and a level one artificer. We have yet to see the artificer part work a damn day, <laughs> but we will keep we will keep trying. Um, as you notice, I'm wearing my crown because I am the king of all goblins in the world of Ravnica. They don't know it yet, <laughs> but I am. <laughs> I will keep try to get some clothes today so you don't have to see my little goblin nuts. Jangling around when I'm fighting and saving this party's ass. I think I'm done. All right. I'm Rob. Playing Lizica, our <laughs> dark elf <laughs> wizard. I'm an enchantment wizard. Yes, I was. I actually don't have anything else to say about that. Are you shitting me? No secrets. Yeah. No secrets anymore. Last year, no, yeah. last week, you were like... Well, it was last year. Uh, yes, it, it was. was. Last, last week and last year, you were super talkative. Back, like to, back to the norm, huh? You fiend. Well, at least he told you what his class and speciality was. I like fireballs. <laughs> and he liked fireballs. I like toidles. We'll go back up to the head of the table <laughs> now. Uh, how you doing? Sitting in a different chair, because I like to mix things up. And somebody wouldn't let me be the DM tonight. Just saying. It wasn't me. No shit. <laughs> uh, but I am Elvin Winsoul, a cleric that does not heal, but a warlock that beats face. And I still have my armor and weapon. Yeah. I do and, too. And death counts. I still have credit. Highest death count. Highest KO count. <laughs> that means I'm up in the mix. No one has actually permanently died. It's just really fun to say that you. Well, no, you did permanently die. It's in your backstory. Yep. Yeah, I've died once. GG. And I, I don't think you have the most kills in the party. Psh, well, 
he's gotta be getting better. I've killed nobody. I've killed like two guys. Yeah, I've killed a couple, but not that many. Hey, finish him off. Well, because you're already laying on the ground, finish Carl. (laughs) (laughs) Sarah, you finish you off. I get distracted because I'm like, well, how do I want to finish him off? And I'm like, oh, wait, you're supposed to kill my monsters, not the other way around. Normally just spit in my mouth. All right, I, I am uh, Kevin, a.k.a. Nectus on social media and such. I am the Dungeon Master for this particular campaign in the world of Ravnica. Um, and, yeah, that's all I got to really say about me. I'm going to be playing all the rest of the other characters and NPCs, and uh, all my goblins sound the same. Um... I purposely like introduce more NPC goblins just because it's like the one voice I can do. Okay. Um, but yeah, so we're going to do recap. So last week, um, you guys were in a trial in the courts of the Azorius Senate. Um, basically defending yourselves against accusations that you murdered members of the Order of the Guild Three members of the Order of the Guild Pact were killed in an attack, and you guys were there covered in their blood. You had nothing to do with it. You tried to intervene. You tried to help. Um, but the assailant got away, killed some more people on the way out, and you guys were subdued and arrested and thus put on trial for murder. Everything was very swift. The justice was very swift, but the justice in Ravnica is very swift. Um, <clears throat> these things don't drag out and on for very long times. Plus, it looked like a pretty open and shut case. Dead bodies. You guys are all covered in blood. You guys came from the area where they were killed. We got a suspect. We have a few. Um, but it turns out you guys actually had nothing to do with it. The courts proved this. You had a, a private conversation with the head judge uh, for this particular trial, which I don't, I don't think I gave you a name. Um, but he was a sphinx of judgment. Hey, did you gave it was a spiria, wasn't it? Or something? No, like I said or... it was not a spiria. It was not oh. a specific. Um, it was now dead. You uh, you talked. Yeah, he's he's dead. Um, oh, he revived him. You guys spared him from dying. He is not dead. Dead. He's just not alive right now. Uh, they were going to bring in healers to see if they could do something. Yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, you guys got through the the court. All hell broke loose, and the guild pact document itself was destroyed. Because of a revelation that Lizica made. <clears throat> this was part of the grand scheme and mastermind plan of the main villain of the first part of the story arc all along. It, I, I kind of feel like I had one of those, one of those Agatha moments. Like <laughs> That's a WandaVision joke. For those of you who have not seen it, you should watch it. It's pretty great. It's not that good. It was good. Whatever. If you like being bored, it was great. Whatever. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> just skip so, it, like mid episodes. You uh, you, you traveled the last episode <laughs> out of the city, trying to get to uh, Rocky's family to see what they were in, and uh, if they were safe. Uh, the entire city was in chaos. There was now teleporting bombs going off in different structures in different guild halls. Um, you heard skirmishes happening throughout the city in the various different parts of normally what would be considered calm parts of the city. Um, the gruel or members of the gruel, whether they were current members or not, that had the mark of Tauros on them, uh, who is Rocky's father, had attacked the Sunholm Fortress. Um, 
So basically, it's it's like the worst every possible worst thing that could be going on is going on, and you're all just trying to figure out what you're going to do next and get to your family. Um, you try to take a shortcut through the Red Waste to try and see if you could catch up with some of the other members of the Boros Legion. I think you were looking specifically for Wang. Uh, yep. You came across a familiar shape of Tauros off in the distance who was having a conversation with someone who you couldn't see. Uh, you stealthily approached and you saw that the figure of Tauros disappeared. Almost like it, it was an illusion spell or that they teleported away. But you had, did not see any teleportation magic, just that they vanished. Mormor Vig, the scientist from the lab that sunk and who was tied up in the uh, the corrupted fertilizer, um, tried to basically run from you all. Opened up a hole within the ground from some monstrosity that was hiding deep in the sewers. You guys battled said ooze monster and you won. And this is where we're going to basically be picking up is in the sewers. You guys have slain the monster. Lizica was down on the ground, but Pigwin went over and dropped a Cure Wounds on you. I believe like a level 1 Cure Wounds. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what her modifier is, but I'll roll that. You get back 11 HP. I actually rolled an 8. I'm assuming nice. her modifier is at least plus 3. Probably. I'd say at least. <clears throat> my hammer out and finish him off. <laughs> L- Lictus or Lizica or... I'm not sure which one of his characters you dislike. Which one do you, do you think they dislike the most, Lizica or Lictus? Well, if we're talking about Danny, Danny, <laughs> depends on which campaign. Anywho, um, so after after this monster goes down, can I look and see if the the body of um, what's his name, Mormon. Vig, Mormon is uh, is there, or if he's gone, or if he's dead? Um, it looked like anything that the monster had ingested has dissolved. That includes any armor, weapons, gear, or other people. people. All right, so he's gone. The uh, the ooze itself sort of breaks apart and kind of that glowing aura that was around the base of it seems to shimmer out and whatever sort of like mental capacity was holding this thing together, whatever its brain might be, has faded out and now it's just puddles. Mm. It seems to have lost its acidic quality too. Interesting. I was about to ask you that. I was going to maybe get a vial of it or collect the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> You could still take a sample of it, but it looks like it definitely has lost its acidic okay. quality. I mean, might as well. <laughs> yeah, I'll go ahead and take a vial out. Yeah, if you guys got vials, you can get as much of it as you want. So it's a vial's worth. <clears throat> I've got my water skin. So. Hey, can I have your water? <laughs> <laughs> now seems like a bad time to have to. What would you uh, would you like to do? You you are victorious in the fight, and Mormor Vig is gone. I don't know about you guys, but I need some new armor, and you need a new weapon, and I guarantee they're probably still fighting up there on top somewhere. Yeah, this uh, this great sword it doesn't have much more. I think one more hit, and it's just gonna break apart. We need to find a way where we don't have to run into the ghoul. Because I don't think we can handle another round right now. Yeah, I feel like we need to turn around and go out the same way we came in and see if we can get back to uh, to Sunholm. Are you? One, two, fail, save. No. You came back up, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, someone brought you up. Yeah, Pig brought you back up. 
She hit you with a healing. That or myself, because I used all my. I hit somebody with <laughs> level three healing word. Yeah, you were the only one. That, Lizica was the only one down. Yeah. Okay. I was making sure. Yeah, you did. You got brought up. Uh, would I know if these sewer systems connect back into the city and would go to the stronghold or out, out in front of the Considering where these sewer systems are, you know that this part of the Red Waste used to be more civilized. Um, but this is what's considered old Ravnica. So, no, it, it does not. It well, most okay. of the guild halls got bombed. Yeah. Well, Sunholm was still up, right? Yeah, it, was, was still it, was, okay. it was actually protected. attacked by members of the Ghoul clan led by Tauros. Right. Okay. Um, I don't know. I feel like that may be one of the safest places to go. Uh, or, you know, there's a shack out here that we defended and slept in. We can go there and repair, but there's not going to be much for weapons and uh, getting our clothes and armor purchased back up. No. No, we got to head back into town. I mean, I, I'm sure you all like the view, but y'all can hear stir, quit stirring at my twigs and berries. Um, I don't see anything. Oh, got him. <laughs> so shall we start walking? Well, do we want to? Do we want to? Last turn, you get off me, asshole. <laughs> do we want to try and go back to my stronghold, or should we try and find like a, a shop that's not associated with any stronghold? Since I would say we uh, rearmor up. Do we want to try and do that though at at my place or at just another shop? Because we have weapons and armor. You know, I I don't know if there's much to spare anymore, but that's where I got all my stuff. I mean, they do have goblins there, so yeah. So they they may or may not have anything to give, uh, or we can we stopped at those uh, shops or, last time, and or we just go get healed up, and then we go to a shop. Maybe we can. We've all got enough money. Maybe we can find something with a little bit more uh, protecting power behind it. Maybe does anyone know of uh, a shop that sells that kind of stuff? Higher end magical items. Within mm -hmm. the city of Ravnica, you can buy anything. Well, we know there's some place somewhere that sells something that you would want. No, you know, like a general area that's more magic. The commerce areas, depending on what you're looking for, would depend on where you want to head. But so. near Sunholm, there, they weren't. They you, most people weren't allowed to carry weapons, right? In Sunholm, you're fine. In it District was One. District One. Yeah. Sunholm's not in District One. No. Okay. Sunholm's yeah, it's or, in like I'm sorry, Precinct Four. Precinct One. Precinct, yeah. Okay, so we're good then. Yeah, you would not find weapons in Precinct 1 readily available. Clothing, um, I would say maybe trinkets, jewelry, things like that. Probably not much great for adventuring other than maybe general supplies, goods, things of that nature. Um, nicer places to eat, nicer accommodations for, for staying, sleeping, and living. More luxury, I would say. Um, for your basic weapon needs, uh, Precinct 4. Is pretty good. The one where Sun uh, Sunholm is, okay. Um, just because of the area that it's in, there's always like conflict, uh, cruel skirmishes and stuff on the outskirts. What about armor? That, you, that, any type of I would say military no, type stuff I'll you could definitely get, get it there. And some of it might even be fused with like is it technology because they're not far from there too. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, so you'd be able to get things like that. Potions Man, and medicines. I'd say your best bets for that would be in precinct probably two. Um. There are probably clerics and healers within Precinct 1 as well. 
But uh, again, it's not really the adventuring area in Precinct 1. Uh, the Selesnia, wherever the Selesnia are at, that's your best area to get most potions. There are several different types of shops, not only within the Selesnia area, but on the outskirts and around. Okay. That area by itself is almost entirely Selesnia. So I, I have walked past a, a kind of a weapon a weapon shop that that's pretty close to my place. I never had a need to go in, uh, but I know of one. It it should be open and have types of weapons and armor for us to regear up, and then uh, kind of go from there. Good. So what what type of equipment are you looking for? I'd say after this, <clears throat> like armor and weapons with more magical properties so they don't melt. Okay, do you have funds? I have fun all the time. <laughs> you guys never did collect the last bit of money from the... No. No. Correct. I, I, have, I have some money. I have 613 of gold. So it's not that I, I mind pointing you in the direction, but do you actually have the funds... For magical gear, I have two gold. I wouldn't say that I've ever purchased any before. Everything's been given to me through Boros, so I wouldn't know how much it costs. I mean, I think we just purchase it. We steal. Well, uh, we'll give it back later. Well, if I can purchase it, I'd prefer to do so. But we can just go to your your quarters, take what's there, have something for everybody, and. Yeah, is it not magical? That's okay. I mean, what are the odds we run into another one of those? <laughs> so we said the first time. Well, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure that they will have extra equipment for us with all forces being out right now. Everyone's armed and geared up, so they may not have too much extra. So how about we sleep here <clears throat> in the sewers? In the sewers? Okay. We feel pretty safe. We'll barricade up whatever we need to do. <clears throat> And now hear me out. This might be a stretch for you. We murder people. Take their gear. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> what if they're bad guys? Well, that's a little bit different. I wouldn't call Everybody's it. Everybody's a bad guy. <laughs> Not everyone. Everybody. <laughs> I don't. I don't think everyone's a bad guy. Is your but dad a bad guy. Well, yeah, but he's uh, not everyone. Let's murder him. Yeah, that's everybody. <laughs> Steal his gear. One of one. <laughs> Well, yeah, out of the one person you've named, he's he's a bad guy. Um, the one vampire guy, he was pretty bad. Well, now you're just naming all the bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have given you guys quite the list of villainous so, characters. I think we sleep here. We get up. We murder some rules and we get up. Maybe eat them. I am getting kind of hungry. Oh. We have no armor, man. I'm sure, like, I'm sure ogre tastes delicious. I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm everything is like out here in the open, man. I, I just got my scimitar and my, my crossbow, and everything's just out here, man. My, my little wand, <laughs> and there's no magic comes out of this thing. <laughs> well, certain occasions, but. And I, that's all I need is it to get chopped off and go in your little doll or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's all your little doll needs, a little green nub nub on. So what is the, uh, what is the plan? I, I think we sleep here. I think we go to Sun Home. Sun Home for me. Yeah, I, I think it would be safer if we went to Sun Home, but if we come across any, any gruel or anything on the way, I mean, we're pretty beat up. Yeah, I, agree. I barely have a weapon and 
a lot of my spells are gone right now. So I do think sleeping here, we know it's safe right now. At least maybe we could just take take an hour at the minimum. I don't think with our health an hour is really going to do much too good. Well, you, yeah. do have, you still have your uh, hit dice. Oh, yeah, and yeah. then after a long rest. You I mean, you won't get all your spell slots back unless you're a warlock. And you only get your warlock pack slots back. But, uh, I can get some of my spell slots back. Yeah. You shut up. <laughs> it's not about you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is. <laughs> what what time of the day is it right now? Um, I want to say uh, you guys were in Actually, court. All that stuff it's went down. It's probably three, three to four in the afternoon. Uh, so... I guess those are the options. Sleep here for a minute and then try and go back to Sunholm or just spend the whole night here and try and go back. I think going back as we are right now, though, is a little bit of a risk with how banged up we are from the fight. I'm fine sleeping here. I think we at least need a short rest, though. Okay, I'm fine with that. So how long do you want to rest? I like one hour. hour. Okay. 60 minutes. We can use as much as Are that. you trying to actually nap, or you're just going to chill, eat some rations that are in your pouches, things like that? Yeah, put some bandages on. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Pick some shit out of my fur. I'm not sleeping. Any dice that you want. Burn them all. <laughs> Details. And I'm going to roll on my little rent table over here. Actually, you know what? I roll it all the time. I'm going to let somebody else roll it. I think I'm going to... All but one. What do we roll? Are you rolling um, all yours? I need one of you to roll a d20. Got it. 17. <laughs> okay, I need a different person to roll me a d6. <laughs> oh. Four? Um. <clears throat> oh boy. Second, I'm going them all. You die. Well, you about can, a half hour you can into just keep your keep them, and like if you don't need them, you don't have to. Keep okay. them. About a half hour into your your short rest, uh, Elvin is laying down and, and taking a nap. Um, he passed pretty much right, like no problem. The the fact that he's laying in the disgusting sewer doesn't seem to bother him or phase him in the slightest little bit. Blood loss. Um, you hear a chittering noise coming from one of the. Uh, it looks like a loose stone in the wall. Um, and out comes this rat. One lone rat. Albino. Ooh. White with like full-on red eyes. I mean, this thing looks kind of creepy. And even though it's a little bit dark down here, um, you're all able to see it pretty easy. It stands out in the darkness. Um, this thing crawls out of the hole and it walks across Elvin's chest. It, and it just kind of sits there like, like a dog would. While he's sleeping? Mm -hmm. Food. Try and, like, shoo it away. Um, it kind of scurries down back down his leg and then comes from back up and sits on his chest again. Elvin. I chuck a little pebble at him. Uh, yeah. Try and hit him, like, right in the schnoz. Uh, go ahead and make an, uh, tackle dexterity-based. Dexterity-based. So base. use your dex mod. I want to use one of the cool dice. I guess it would be probably. Like I got one more bardic inspiration I can give you. Slide of hand check. It'd be like a slide of hand check. Oh, that dice is not bad. Slide of hand sixteen. All right. So you very delicately but accurately you 
toss this pebble and it kind of like pings right off of Elvin's Stuck in its nostrils. <laughs> um, does it wake you up? Con save. <laughs> it's a 15 for the con. Uh, I rolled a 16. I feel like that would be up to you. Yeah. Um, I will kind of give you the eyes kind of open, but if you probably talk to me, we're not going to remember the conversation. Elvin, there's there's a rat on your chest. It's probably got rabies and scabies and uh, uh, pseudomonas. And... As you say the word rabies and scabies, you see that it looks over at you and it has this like expression on its face that changes, like it understood you, and it looks offended. Uh, well, what? You're you're a rat. So uh, I will, as slow <clears throat> as I can, I will try to reach into my back pocket and pull out a dagger. Okay. Uh, make a, since you're trying to do this kind of sneakily, I need you to make a stealth check. We'll go sleight of hand. While he's doing that, like I don't notice him um, getting his dagger, but. Seeing the rat, I pour some of the gravy from my canteen Down on the ground balls. in front of me. Uh, how'd you do? Uh, 12. I rolled a number. Rolled um, a number. So you reach back in like one of your back pockets. You keep like a dagger in, in the back of your belt. Yeah, it's almost like a pocket knife. Yeah. Not really. Um, just a small little, little dagger. And as you're reaching back, this thing kind of circles around you and crawls kind of up your face. And it's kind of like sitting here looking at you like, nose to nose and you can hear it communicating with you in your head why are you going to try and hurt me um saying it back in my head um it's kind of like tilting its head it's looking at you like really curiously i was scratching my ass oh yeah oh yeah Did it you, itches. you should wash it <laughs> like this was sad. Uh, foreshadowing earlier <laughs> it was all pre-planned. It was pre-stream, but oh my god, that's so good. <laughs> uh-huh. So the little rat kind of like crawls down the side of you, and then it goes over, kind of above your head, and uh, it drops its wild shape, and it's a centaur. And Holy shit! It's like the it's it's an albino centaur. Its its whole uh, horse half is completely white with this long, flowing white tail. Um, it's wearing what looks to be uh, some sort of like druidic or maybe shamanistic sort of uh, armor, like bones and wooden scraps and stuff. And all of the hair on its head is white. It's got this big, like, white mane of hair. It's a female. I might be hallucinating. I lost a lot of blood. Is there a centaur in the room with us? With honor. You're in, um... Oh, hello. Hi. Hello. I am, I am Solara. Do you have rabies? I don't, and I am offended, sir. Well, you know, my uncle got bit by a rat with rabies once, so it just... I am one of the high council members of Borborygmos. Can you say the name again? Borborygmos. Uh, the person's name? Solara. You're in Gruul territory. Why are you in Gruul territory? 
And why are you down here? Why are you down here? I followed you. But one minute you are, no longer down here. <laughs> then why didn't you help us fight the big... Well, I didn't see that part. What did you fight? The big green beggar. Wait, that's disgusting. It's gross. It uh, was. Valera strikes you odd because she seems much more, like, civilized and well-spoken than some of the other ghoul that you ran into. Not that Skrizna would know what well-spoken he is. Well, we came out to the Red Waste to uh, help comrades in battle. That was going crazy. I don't know if you know, but a bunch of them attacks on home. And, uh, I know that it's chaotic out there right now. Yeah. Do you know if it's calmed down at all since you came after us? Not. Well, we followed more. I chose this form. It's small. <coughs> you don't really notice it. Um, I was on scouting patrol with uh, a few other members of Vorbergmos' council. Um, we were attacked by a dragon. And uh, I got separated. But I saw all of you come in, and I was supposed to keep an eye out for strangers. And you clearly are strange. No offense. None taken. <laughs> Not really. So I followed you. I feel like Squiz is like, what's so strange about us? Like, hands on hips. as like, well, all, everything. Not, not that you're a goblin. I'm, we welcome lots of goblins. It's about time you somebody look, welcomed you look us. more like the adventuring type than the... But you all look like you are from different tribes. Why are the gruel attacking? Well, not all the gruel are. Some of the gruel are actually fighting the gruel. But uh, we kind of fight amongst ourselves a lot anyway. It's not just gruel. Um, members of the Rakdos have been attacking with different demons and entertainers. Hmm. Yeah. Some of the Boros Legion have defected off. They're following some ex-general. Yep, and that's who we were trying to follow down here, uh, but he disappeared, and we followed uh, Fig down here, and he summoned this little ooze creature. Mm. Damn near killed us. They seem to be the only ones that are really well in the Selesnia. They seem to be the most quiet. Um, the Selesnia have offered their assistance with healing, and some of their worm callers have come to aid. Um, the Simic have been very quiet, but they have been conjuring up medical supplies and various things, but they seem very neutral about it. Mm. They seem to be loyal to the old guild pact ways, serving their function. Um, in the under depths, in the under dark, in the under city, there's civil war between the, Bor uh, the Bulgari this is this has been a pretty trying day. Yeah. It's been a pretty rough one. Um so what are you try going to try and find your people again or Yes. But it's probably not safe for you to be here since you're not really anyone. No offense. We were about to leave. We were just taking a short little rest and oh, we were going to try to that's, that's excellent. Do you do you need help navigating your way out? That would be great. I will help you. Thank yeah, you. That would be awesome. But why would you help us? <laughs> it's not common to see this many different guild affiliations in one place. I'm assuming you have purpose. 
Oh, yeah. Um, we're brothers and sisters, and we're a family. Well, I assume that you work for the Order of the Guild Pact. Formerly known as. Yeah. What, what, what's left of it, I guess. Yeah, we're now uh, defenders of the New World Order. I mean, we live in the in the sticks. I think that's the wrong, yeah. wrong thing to represent. We still keep up on current events. At least that was the council member's job. We had a centaur within your order. Well, we never got paid either. That's true. Do you got any money? I'm not sure exactly what's <laughs> going on with all of the chaos. I think they're just trying to right now get the city back to some semblance of normal. Um, but I can help you get out of here, for sure. How can we trust you? I was going to say, can can uh, can we see if she's bullshitting us at all you throughout this whole thing? Like, how can we trust you? I understand you're here to help us, but how do we know that we're not going to walk Well, right? I wasn't actually here to help you. I was here to follow you. Okay, well, great. How do we know that you're not going to lead us out of here into a nice little attack? You Dur don't. Dirty 17. She seems to be... Or honest. dirty 20. Sorry. She seems to be telling the truth. I believe anything you say. The thing is, is that I didn't come here to help you. I came here to follow you. Like I said, it's unusual for such a small band of various different affiliations to be wandering about. I lost track of you somewhere in the large gaping hole that opened up in the in the in the city there. Um, How so, long have you been following us? Since you crossed into the Red Waste. Hmm. Well. Well, lead the way. I think we're ready to go whenever. There are some old hidden chambers within the sewers that lead into the less hostile parts of Gruel territory. How can you tell what's hostile anymore with what's going on today? I say less hostile. That does not mean hostile-free. Are you going to stay in that form to travel? My normal form? Yes. Uh, it'd be easier to follow me, yes. Because I hurt my lung. <laughs> I don't know if I can walk. Can you I ride? Ride me? Like on I'm some... Mule? But I just need help. She seems more offended by that than when you said that she had rabies. I, I can't believe you told me to say that, Elvin. He told me to say it. I, I, I do not know of you. He tries to ride me all the time. It's, it's just kind of something How he does. How long have you been working for the uh, Order? Seven years. Yeah, they haven't been around that long. Yeah, it's more like a week and a half. That maybe. seems like a long time. I mean, for a goblin, it might, might as well be We've seen years. shit, yep. Yeah. I'm not very good with numbers. Yeah. It looks like uh, you don't have a lot of your clothes. You noticed, huh? Yeah, I did. Yes. That's not uncommon for, for the gruel, so. Oh. You Is that why you don't want me on your back? You might actually blend right in. You don't want it rubbing against you, I understand. <laughs> not really. Mm. My butt itches, too. You have to understand. <laughs> Yes, I guess. Everybody just thinks I'm just this dirty. One. And she leads you down, like, uh, it, it's a tunnel that goes... Yeah, my leg feels better. It's kind of like the direction that you guys came from. Um, then she walks up to what looks to be a dead end, and she holds out her guild insignia, um, and the symbol of the gruel, like, illuminates with, a, like, a faint green energy around it, and it basically opens up a doorway as it illuminates that leads into like a set of it's not really a set of steps as much as it's like a natural set of inclination it's just a bunch of like 
rocks and cliffs that kind of that go up parts of it like feel like steps but then like some of the steps aren't the same height and um these are natural these were not these were not created um it sort of takes you on this incline so when she did this uh did she do any verbal commands or just her guild insignia so just guild insignia wave your hand mm -hmm. okay i'll take note of it okay uh i'm i'm sure that there's probably secret passages within your organization too all the time. That's why you know I, I can't don't think let you know about them. You guys are like the the Nick Furies <laughs> of, of rapid. I could probably just wave you it. You guys are the agents of freaking Shield, man. All right, uh, you travel this little incline, and it kind of goes up, and then it veers off, and it, it's definitely like cavernous underneath. Uh, you're now out of the sewers. You've been out of the sewers since you kind of walked in here. Um, you're led up into uh, it looks like a hollowed out tree of some type. But it's not actually a tree. It's a stone structure that looks like it was carved and sculpted to look like a tree. It's just the trunk of the tree. Um, but it extends probably 25, 30 feet in the air. Uh, but there are no branches or anything else carved into it. It's not, it doesn't look dead. It just looks like all the branches were like ripped out of it. Um, you come out into a a stone platformed area. Um, bits of grass and stuff are growing up through it, and you're in a part of the Red Waste you definitely have never been to before. Um, you look around in this area, there's a huge like bonfire in the middle, and you see several different races of people kind of sitting around the fire, kind of eating and talking. And um, In the other encounters that you've had with the Gruul, they seem more savage and Kind of fend for yourself and pit fighty. So and we don't recognize this from like our earlier encounter with the gruel. No, it's the same types of races. You see Viashino, you see goblins, you see you actually see a couple of giants. Now these are not like full on frost giants. These are like hill giants and stuff, but still big. Um, you see uh, definitely some centaurs. There's there's probably like about a hundred to a hundred and fifty different people. And various, uh, various different um, species and, and stuff hanging out. Um, males, females, they all seem to be getting along. And this looks very much like a community that seems to have figured out how to put aside their differences and live off of the land, right? They, they seem very... Um, it looks almost like a, like a commune of just everyone kind of chipping in and, 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 and providing. Um, off in the distance, you kind of see what looks to be like even like small little plots of like farmland where um, you see some beasts of burden, which it's the same beasts that you've already encountered before, like boar, like giant boars and bears and stuff, but they've like taught these animals how to plow fields and, and things like that. So um, there are a few like stone pillars with vines and, and, and stuff wrapped around them. And at what you would consider to be like the head of this, I guess for lack of a better term, with all these like little tents and, and stone structures, some people actually just sleep out in little cots out, out above the stars. Um, you do see one structure that is in between like a couple of these like stone pillars. And it looks to be a massive throne made from some sort of dark wood. Hand, it's not really hand carved as much as it looks like it was beaten into shape. Well, this is... Um, 
guess the guild hall would be the best way to describe it. Uh, which guild? Oh, well, we are just really a <clears throat> clans of nature lovers, really. Uh, we don't really adhere to the same social structures as some of your other organizations. But we've tried to maintain some semblance of community and service. We don't get a lot of visitors. Why did you take us to your guild hall? Well, it's the safest way back into the main parts of the city without having to go into the wild parts of the Red Waste. Because not only would you be dealing with gruel going through there, there's all sorts of, well, peace. Yeah, true. Um, also, um, I thought that someone here could give you some counsel. Well, we could we could use some counsel, I guess, if uh, if it's good natured. I think overall, yes. Well, um, well, let's let's hear it. Um, I think he should be here any moment. I'm not sure exactly where he's at. Who who's going to be giving us this counsel? That would be mean. <laughs> He's over going like, it's gross. No, it's not. <laughs> Ching! Um, Already stabbed in the back so once. So it's not, not much longer after you ask that question. You kind of hear the ground rumbling as something very large is taking footsteps through some of the trees. You hear the trees kind of like very Jurassic Park as they're kind of like parting. and Not quite snapping. Um... But definitely something is walking through like it doesn't give a shit that the trees are there. Um, you hear more rumbling as this thing is just walking at a very leisurely pace. And it seems larger, like the uh, the almost giraffe-like creatures that you inter in were introduced to before the Iridax, but bigger than that. Um, you kind of look over in the distance uh, of the trees and you see them kind of like moving as something's kind of coming through. You catch the faintest hint of... a. A, like a flare of like red hair at the top of this and then it kind of goes back in um more rumbling and then out through like not really an opening but almost like someone opening up like a beaded curtain you see uh this large pair of hands and a, a huge uh foot comes out and steps down and out comes this uh probably 15 foot tall, maybe somewhere in the vicinity of 15 foot to 20 foot tall Cyclops. Um, big mane of like crazy wild red hair, wearing the furs of various different animals, and it took many animals to make something big enough to, to, to clothe this thing. Uh, bits of leather, scraps, um, bones, teeth. But what, what you notice about the teeth and stuff that are in his jewelry and, and some of his uh, 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 costume bits and armor bits is that these teeth look bigger than some of the creatures that you guys have ever seen. Like where some of the other ghoul might wear, get teeth from, uh, or tusks from boars or from bears. It looks like this thing went out and killed like a T-Rex and took its teeth. Holy shit. Um, and it's dragging along this massive club. That's not really a club so much as it, it looks like a big long tree 
but all of the branches and stuff have come off of it from the various types of times that it's been used to pound things. All the bark is off of it. It's smoothed out again, not from from sculpting or from woodwork done to it, but from using it in combat. Um, the only bits of bark on it that remain are the bits around the handle where it, this massive meat hook of a hand uh, has clutched it. He tosses this tree thing up on like his shoulder, and just the the strain of what it looks like for a normal person to carry this kind of makes your your back hurt a little bit. I'm picturing Schwarzenegger in Commando with that big ass tree. Kinda, yeah. <laughs> um, and he walks forward, and with his, he has these like tusks that kind of come up, almost like boarish tusks. And he looks almost in like a like a smiling manner. I mean, for something so large, it doesn't seem nearly as threatening or frightening as it probably should be. Um, he kind of lumbers over in a not expedient manner, kind of like, who's going to tell me when I have to go and where I have to go? I'm going to do what I want. Um, and he sits down in this tree-like throne structure. And he kind of props one of his legs up over top of one of the arms, and he's kind of giving this, this lean back, and he kind of sits his club on the ground and thuds like a tree falling in the woods. Um, and he pulls out this like flask that's attached to his belt, an animal flask, and he just starts guzzling. You're not sure what's in, the, what's in it. it it's probably it's some sort of red liquid, but it doesn't look like blood. It, it might be wine or could be some kind of alcohol or juice. You're not sure. Uh, he kind of wipes off his face and he flicks his hands down. He puts the thing back on the little flask and puts it back in. And when I say little, this thing is huge. Um, and he looks down at Solara. And then he looks and sees all of you. <clears throat> so, Solara found something. His voice is booming and bellowing. It kind of, even though he's not talking loudly, it reverberates through your rib cages. <laughs> Well, not just something, but someone. We are a group of people working together to make the world better. You work for the... He seems to almost kind of struggle with words for a second. Not from a lack of intelligence. There's something about him that seems like he's been around a long time. And he is slow to speak, but not because he's not smart. The Order of the Guild Pact. Is this true? That's the one. We're all from different guilds, and uh, we work together uh, trying, trying to bring some peace and justice uh, to Ravnica. So, Lara, what happened to your pact? Um, we were attacked by one of the rogue factions. Uh, they brought a dragon. And this massive cyclops laughs. <laughs> Why did you not just rip its wings off? As you do. It's like a big bug. He makes like a squirping squir <laughs> noise. Awesome. If I ever have to fight a dragon, I'm calling you for sure. I always win. If I may, uh, what's your name? My name's Rocky. I am Borborygmos. I lead gruel. As much as they can be. I am leader 
because I am the strongest. Also, I am the smartest. Mostly because I am the strongest. Anyone can challenge to become new leader of group. Undefeated. I bet you don't have many challengers, do you? You know, you'd be surprised. I, I'm just going to give you a straight up answer. You don't have to worry about me doing that. I'm not going to challenge you tonight. Because he's also undefeated. You are a fighter as well. Well, you know, back in my day, I used to fight a couple people. Fight his feelings. <laughs> I'm about to fight somebody here in a second, not you. You look as though you have seen battle recently. Uh, yes, that is true. Do you require supplies? Medical attention? Well, do you have any uh, armor and a four-foot glaive? I have pointy sticks. We're not one for... And he kind of points down at his, his tree. We don't have many weapon crafters here. <laughs> but a big enough stick is all you need. That's what I tell him every day. <laughs> See, I got a stick too. And I show him my little walking stick. I got it. It's yes. Yeah, I, I could use big stick uh, for battle. Why not? You'd have to probably go into the actual city. We were going to have another guest come, though. I have already been in contact. Um, I'm not going to... I'm going to guess it's no dragon, or you'd rip its wings off. Well, it is a dragon. But we're friends. Is it from... Is it... Is Mizzet? Mizzet? Oh. <laughs> and yeah, it's about the time that you hear flapping up above in the, in the, the sky. And this cat-like dragon that you are very familiar with, that you've met before, with the uh, the full-on fins, flies down into the opening, lands kind of in front of Borborygmos, and kind of gives this weird, almost customary kind of bow, as, as much as a dragon can bow. You all look worse for wear. Was it the blood-stained clothes that gave it away? Was it the no clothes that came in? <laughs> or the acid-stained armor in my sword much, about the melt? Much has happened. Yeah. Yeah. And Warburg was just chiming in the back. Yeah. <laughs> my lands are invaded by other gruel. Not attacked directly because they are cowards. I like this dude. I think I'm switching gears. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I like I like how simple it is. In in, in this guild, we only have one rule: you survive. Help. Oh, help! I, that was my second guess. <laughs> if you cannot be the strongest, then you help in other ways. Not everyone was born to be a fighter, but you still have to have that survival instinct. You you have to provide something for the greater good of the rest. <clears throat> We have some who are good at tilling the land and growing food. We have some that are good at hunting. They can hunt beasts, but I would never want them on the battlefield with me. Yeah, makes sense. Everyone working together as a community. Everyone calls us savages. We are just respecters of the old ways. 
Niv-Mizzet kind of has this little serpentine head that kind of comes and looks in your direction. Um, there will be time for changing of guild affiliations if you wish, but I came to take you to a safe place. I was just kidding. I wasn't changing. Yeah, I, my allegiance is with the Boros. But I appreciate that. Um, w what's a safe place anymore? My tower. How are we to get there? He, like, folds up one of his wings and kind of stoops down. Hop on. <laughs> I run over there. I'm like, yeah, there is my <laughs> <laughs> Well, with, with all due respect, uh, we came here to find my family and make sure they're safe first. I don't know that I necessarily want to give up on that. From what I understand, the residencies of the Boros Legion have been secured in the underground facilities. I don't know that they were there. I think Skrizzit's on the back of him. He's like, <laughs> don't you fuck this up for me! I want to find a dragon! <laughs> <laughs> but I know you won't find your family. But we can do it after the dragon rod. <laughs> do you have um, any means of communicating with, with different folks magically? If I have a connection to them. It would be weird, though, to have a dragon you've never met say, hello. Well, it would be weird, but it would also be necessary. It's uh, I don't know if I could be the connection to him. Uh, he We previously worked together. I would be willing to look into the fire mind. We could probably actually see them. Well, his, his name is Wang Metzenbaum. We can find anyone you want. Yeah, he he's supposed to be the one that was taking care and protecting my family. Hmm. He, he's a Luxodon elephant we, we guy. We could do more back at the tower. I would be able to use the fire mind to enhance my range of the telekinetic abilities that I have. Okay. Uh, well, let me ask you this. If if uh, we go back to the tower and we find out that he's in danger, my family is, would you be willing to give me a ride away to, to wherever they are to help them out? I would arrange some form of transportation. It might not be personally, but... Uh, it doesn't have to be. I just need to get there if I need to. We would definitely get you where you need to be. All right, I'm in then. So, as you can tell, am I sitting like on his back or like on a under his? On, I mean, you're small in comparison to him, so I'd I'm say, just saying like, is it like? Yeah, I'd say kind of like not like on his like back, back, but back. maybe on the neck or. Yeah. So, as you can tell from the skin to skin contact, we're going to need some clothing and new armor. Well, and your scales are hurting. <laughs> We can take care of some of your basic necessities, but I think getting you to a safe place is the most important. I heard about what happened in the courts. Yeah, you know who that Sphinx guy was? Just a judge. What, what was his name? He didn't even give us his name. Hypernia, I think. Hypernia, something like that. You guys wasn't friends or nothing? Not really. Dude, he, I don't think you need to worry about the funeral, then. <laughs> he got ripped in a hat. <laughs> I have been observing things through the fire mind. Did you see who did it? Maybe this is a conversation for the tower, but... I think this is a conversation for the tower. I have already talked with Borgerigmos. Uh, those that are loyal to his particular clan within the Gruul have decided to adhere to the ways of the Guild Pact. 
even though they are no longer magically bound to do so. In fact, none of you are magically bound to do anything. Well, it doesn't mean that we're going to stop doing the right thing. I think that the Guild Pact at least was something. And sometimes it's better to have something in place than nothing. Yeah, I mean, we can all see what's going on right now outside with nothing in place. It's just chaos and anarchy, and I'm sure a bunch of innocents are being killed. I'm sure a lot of them are being caught in the crossfires. Yeah, um, I don't like that. Well, I think we should take you someplace safe, get you some basic supplies. We can talk more about what's going on and maybe what your next plans will be. Sounds like a safe bet. All right, I'm 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 ready to go then. Soon we can get in contact with, with Wang, the better. So, uh, you all climb aboard the dragon and you fly to Nivix. It's not terribly far from Sunhung, so if you need to get there, it won't be hard to get there. Um, you go into that uh, the dragon flies across the city and out of the Gruul territory into the uh, the balcony area that you guys saw when you were in his chamber before. Um, he lands quietly, gracefully, almost like a cat as he lands. Um, so when we're going over the cities, are we noticing like pillars of fire and smoke and like? It looks like most of the major fires have been contained. Um, you still hear some skirmishes happening in different parts. But for the most part, the initial chaos for the first three or four hours that all this was going down is kind of subsided. It's not as crazy as it was. Okay. You do see, uh, I mean, you see military personnel, Boros Legionnaires. You even see guildless that are out and about helping to fight fires and, and dig through rubble and stuff, trying to find survivors. This is... Um, this is chaotic. Well, it is good to see, though, that uh, it wasn't just the guild pack that was holding the place together. You can still see people working together, and, you know, that gives me hope. Even the guild list down there that we saw on the way in are helping out, and everyone's kind of helping. Everyone lives here. The Firemind has brought me many answers now that the saboteur has revealed himself. This person claims to be a direct descendant of Sadak. That's... I believe that's a lie. Why do you think that? Vampires don't have offspring in the way that other races have offspring. Their offspring are made. They are not born. Therefore, you could not be an heir. You could be an apprentice. You could be a um, intern. They could be your mentor. But air would say that they share a bloodline. There's something in the term that was used, air, that I find intriguing. But I also don't find it to be the exact full truth. I take it that the secret's out about your house Demir friend over here, which is what caused all the problems to begin with. Yep. This is all your fault! Not directly. We're still blaming you for now. Um, you have to remember that 10,000 years ago I was there when the signing of the Guild Pact happened. House Demir was to remain a secret. 
except for those that knew about it and those that were in it. To the rest of the world, it had to remain a secret. In places where they had more influence, people were taking unbreakable vows to keep that secret. It was discussed at some point that all members should also have to take this vow. That ratification never happened in the Azorius Senate. But it was one of the laws that House Demir would remain a secret. That no one would know that they exist. This was the only stipulation that Sadek had. This is what finally got him to agree to sign the Gilded Act. He was the last signer. He was greedy for information. He wanted to know everyone's dirty secrets. They became the couriers of the city. The keepers and protectors of information and knowledge. It's why their remnants are still within the library. But it's not just librarians. They dwell in their own guild hall within the city. Deep within the city. Most people in House Demir have never actually even been to the guild hall. Not unless you are a little bit of a higher ranking How do they keep it a secret with all the people, with members? I mean... They recruited very special people. Are you special? They recruited people that they felt could keep secrets, and if they couldn't keep the secrets, they would die. See, the stipulation was that you couldn't tell the world that they existed. Telling one or two people... Okay. Most people would just pass it off as... Paranoia or conspiracy theorists. But that revelation within the court that the House Demir, the Tenth Guild, existed, it was thus written into records and existed for the whole world to know about. Thus, the Guild Pact broke. Sadek found a loophole. He put that in there on purpose. I'm almost positive. But he was killed before he could do anything about it. Or so we thought. And this new person claims to be some direct lineage. But he is shouted into this mystery. I don't know much about his motivations or whereabouts. He's very trained in psychic magics. Hmm. I may have had a run-in with him. Your father is not the same man that you knew. I would, I'm kind of wondering if I ever knew him at all. Honestly, he was one of the first to join. How did he get to my father? It this seemed... whole terminology of the new world order, that was more, again, conspiracy theory. They refer to their group as the Haroons of old. Haroons of old. It's a throwback to the original Haroons that signed the Guild Pact. They wanted to go back to the old ways. And Sadek felt that he always should rule. Which is why I believe that he put the loophole in there. And planted seeds for how the guild pact could be broken. He himself could not reveal his secret. Unbreakable vow. See, I told you guys. <laughs> Couldn't say anything. Um, what was the old way? The old ways were 
much like it is now, Savage. Before the Guild Pact, it was just chaos. It was anarchy. The Gruul did well. But the Demir did too. It was all about wits and strength. There was no place for kindness. Or civility. And the world that you know now was nothing like the world then. I think the Order of the Guild Pact is disbanded, to say the least. Yeah, I think half of them are dead, too. I was going to say dismembered. Too soon. <laughs> hey, he's not wrong. Most of the uh, guild leaders that I have had contact with are adhering to the old ways. Even Rakdos? Oddly enough, even Rakdos. I'm <laughs> surprised. I can't say that all of Witten's faction agree with that. But I don't think that they've been loyal to Rakdos for a long time. I think that there have been all these little agents hidden within Eden. <clears throat> Just to plant subterfuge. How about the Golgari? I've heard there's a civil war. There is a civil war happening right now under the city. The Those who are loyal to Gerard are fighting against the Gorgons. The Gorgons are trying to take control back from Gerard. Damn. So it sounds it's like... really were on the move. Yeah. It uh, sounds like keeping Drod in uh, in power is, is a little bit of a priority. Do you I think... think most of the guild masters want to keep their places. Do, do you think these Gorgons are affiliated with these uh, Haroons of old? Absolutely. It's all connected. Oh, I'm not sure. But I think it goes back way back to the beginning. Before the Guild Pact. There was a member of the Golgari by the name of Savra. She was a shaman and a powerful necromancer. She met a very injured Sedequa. Not sure where his injuries were sustained, but it was long before he rose to power. She found him in Golgari territory and nursed him back to health and fell in love with him, and he with her. When Gerard rose to power, he killed his daughter to obtain it. She was the only one in his way once he defeated the Gorgons. His daughter's name was Sabra. So Gerard's daughter is Sabra? Yes. And Sedek killed her? Was, was Gerard Sabra. killed her. Oh, Gerard killed her. Oh, At least shit. that's what Sedek believes. Damn. Some believe that the Gorgons did it. But I believe that the Gorgons are loyal to Sedek. They've been looking for an opportunity to get back. 
what they feel was stolen. So, are we sure there was no child born between the two? As far as I know, the undead can't reproduce. But oh, she was undead? He was. But again, I don't know. He's very shrouded in mystery. These are the things that I know. Some of it has come from the fire mine, some of it from books, legends, all lost to time. Most of Sadak was stricken from the history books before the impact was signed. As he was the broker of his own story and his own legacy, it does seem fitting that he would have some mystery about himself. Sure. So I ask, what do you think you should do now? Well, um, I think number one, we need a good night's sleep. So I am beat to shit. Uh, 1A, seeing if the family's okay. Uh, and I feel like since most people, most of the, the guild leaders want to keep to the guild pack law i'd say that Gerard is the one right now that's in risk of losing that with his silver war maybe we should help him out i think they all are in risk of losing it well that's the only active civil war going on though right yeah, that's just a fight within their own ranks that's golgari versus golgari right the gruel are constantly fighting with each other so that's nothing new but this new rank of boros trained gruel have been the foot soldiers why do we give a shit about the Guild Pact? The Guild Pact is what's been holding this world into a civilized nature. See all that killing that we saw out there and all the fires and chaos and explosion? To some people, that's kind of cool, but a lot of people are dying. The thing about the Guild Pact is that as long as there are guilds, the Guild Pact was necessary. If you get rid of the guilds, the Guild Pact is not necessary. The guildless would step up and run the city in the way that they feel. And what is wrong with that? There's still a lot of guilds left. So, we either let it run its course and get rid of the guilds? You want to kill off all the guilds? I didn't say that. <laughs> yes. I didn't say kill them off, Starting but the if they're disbanded... I'd... It's one of those things that once a person has power, they don't want to relinquish that power. For example, if you're Lord Rakdos decided one day that he was just going to go in and be the leader of Ravnica. Now, you've been into the pits. You know the servants that he has. Imagine the amount of death and destruction that he could inflict on this city if he wanted to. And that's one guild. These guilds used to be armies. You have to remember that. And while some of them may have dropped their military ways... It doesn't mean that they don't know how to defend themselves, that they don't know how to kill. Even the Selesnia know how to kill. So, maybe it seems like the biggest problem is the corrupted, gruel-trained um, in the Boros ways. I think that the corruption is the <clears throat> agents of Sadek. I think... 
bringing Sadek to justice obviously would probably stop most of the revolution, if not all of it. And mm-hmm. it looks like you have been well on your way in stopping some of it yourselves. You took down, I know, a Sadek agent in Beastmaster Clubba. I know that you also encountered Warmer Vig's scientific monstrosity down in the sewers. All of those things help. They may not seem like a lot, but they add up to a greater good. And I do believe that you have been doing good. I believe that you can do So, do you have any discontent within the Izzet? Currently, none that I know of. There are whispers. And how did the secret of my, my bomb, travel bomb, get out there? There's only, besides you, there are only two people who could have almost replicated that technology. And one of them is your father. And where is my father right now? As far as I know, he's in his lab. Have you seen him lately? I did go and consort with him. Since this has started? Since it has started. Then who is the third? His assistant. Son of a bitch! Got me that go? I thought... Son of a bitch. <laughs> Ichabod Sparks. I'm gonna put a spark up his ass next time I see him. <laughs> and nobody knows where this little shithead's at, do they? We don't know where Ichabod is. Mm-hmm. Do you believe that Skraznit had nothing to do with the bombs? I don't believe that he did it intentionally if he did. But it was your work, your journals. Maybe they finally figured it out. <laughs> Well, you still, you got your journal. I probably right? have it in the bag of holding, but... But your journal was in your house for how long? Yeah. Yeah. And we couldn't tell if there was anybody in there or not from all the dust. and We have no idea. Mm. So, I understand. It's Lezica's fault for leaving my journal out. <laughs> Damn you! <laughs> okay, I'll take blame for that one. But I, can, I didn't remember. You can't blame me. I can't remember. Everyone I, has their own part to play in the story. Everyone has their own tale to tell. I think he's talking about you again. Yeah. Fate brought you all together. Secrets tear families apart. It wasn't accidental that your father, the Belheims, your father, and Mystery Man here all... <laughs> Met up. My father? Accidentally. <laughs> That's a weird coincidence that how we all met and started and working together. Her fate is tied into this too, somehow. Yeah, with the little evil dream weaver. Or the evil fairy godmother that follows her around her dreams or something. Interesting. You didn't know about that? I don't see everything. If it's not directly affecting the overall world, I don't really keep There's some things it's probably, you're probably glad not to see. Well, and at the time he goes, Pigwin does kind of frighten me. Oh, I wasn't talking about that. You know, that's mild compared to some things. She, that... is, she is a, an amazing specimen. Very unique even amongst her race. I think she's the only one that hasn't been knocked down yet in our group. Very talented, yeah. too. Untapped potential. The Golgari is a good fit for her. 
I don't know why anyone believed that you were ever Golgari, though. <laughs> Much too surprised. He didn't do a lot of talking. There was only nine guilds. I never believed him. <laughs> I had to pick one of them. <laughs> well, I could have picked none. You had your own reasons for being there, too. Mm-hmm. Surveillance and stuff. You knew about the Civil War. Yeah. That something was happening. Yeah. So much information from you. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe yeah. I did. Maybe, maybe I did. For the knights, rest in food. I will use the fire mind to try and find Wang and your family. I appreciate that. Thank you. We will get you some basic supplies. Shouldn't be a problem. You got uh, armor that'll fit a size 15. He wants a really long stick. And a really Just long made out stick. Of wood. Best metal workers in the city. What do you think most of our machines are made of? Wood. <laughs> Don't be a smart ass. <laughs> Some of it is wood. He's not wrong. <laughs> Fireball. With that. We're gonna end. No. You get a long rest. Yay. I think during this long rest, Scrizz goes down to his housing compartment, see if he can just find some old pants and an old shirt to put on until he can find armor the next day. You all um, replace your basic armor and any basic weapons that you lost. These are gifts of Nimmizen. Before we went to bed, was he able to reach Wang? He was able to contact Wang. Wang is in... It's known as a Demir safe house. The factions that are loyal to Lazav were in contact with the faction of the Boros. Most of their area is hidden. Most people don't know it exists unless you are from there. And what did Wang say about the family? They're fine. They're good. They're safe. Okay. Um, he's arranging for you to meet up with him the following day, if you wish, or whenever you want to, and you'll be free to do what you want. Now. Cool. Uh, the next morning, Nib Mizza comes out. You can see that he did not sleep much the night before, if he slept at all. It seemed like he stared in the fire mind when you went to sleep, and when you woke up, he was still kind of staring into it. Eyes completely whited out in concentration, viewing the different possibilities and unpossibilities. Um, as you approach, his voice seems tired and, and faint. Pigwin seems to have wandered off someplace. Maybe doing her fairy duties. Who knows? She never really tells you. Um, it kind of lets out a sigh. I think for now. Until we can rebuild and restructure some of society. It would be best for you to find your loyalties with those that you hold loyalty to. Return to your guilds. See if you can help them out. If that's the world you want to live in. Where the world is more ordered. 
I will contact you when I know better what to tell you to do, how you can help, how we can help. Plan on reaching out to all the leaders who I don't feel are corrupted, if any of them are. Together we will come up with a plan. We'll need people like you to help, I'm sure. In the meantime, he reaches into his little pouch that he has on a desk. He's kind of like very small in his little dragon hand. Um, I believe that the Order of the Guild Pact owed you this for your services to Ravnica. He tosses you the money that you were owed for the missions that you completed. Now, it was 100 gold per mission, correct? Mm-hmm. You completed two missions? I think so. Celestia, Simic Lab. I think that's. <laughs> I think that was right. Well, I marked it off. Might have been four missions. The the pouch is filled with three hundred and fifty gold. The dead trees. Total. Total. Or I'm sorry. Did we get paid for no. the gruel for finding my father? It's got fifteen hundred gold. Okay. There, I think there's three. Yeah. Fine. Is it scientists? We did. The dead tree, we got the tree. And the lab. And the lab. Yeah. So, uh, you were promised each to get paid 100 gold each. Okay. It's 300 gold total. Total. Each per person. Per person. Five is 1,500 gold. So we each got so 300, 300 gold. gold. Chip. I did? Yeah. I rescind. And your feet, remember? Okay. Now, this is the, uh, the weird part of the campaign. Um, I need to know what you all are going to be doing for the next month. I think right now... Reading every book in the library. Um, the suggestion was that you go back and help your guilds in whatever ways that you can. Yeah. That would mean you going to Sunholm, you going to Orzova, you going That's back... That's not happening. You're not going back to the fault. No. And you going back to the House of Mirror. Yeah. Uh, I'll start. So what would you like to do in for a month? The following month. Ooh. Really put much thought. Now remember, this. your job before was you were an enforcer. I'd like oh, to I level up three I times and, <laughs> and you were a uh, deck collector. I trained my skills. Uh so over the course of a month. Uh so when I got back, uh still kind of met semi in private with some of the higher ups. Um same guy I talked to in episode like six, seven, somewhere mm -hmm. in there. I don't have the exact name off the top of my head. I know who you're talking about. But um, met up with him. Uh, again, we're still kind of keeping me low profile, so doing a lot of changeling stuff, changing into who I need to be. Uh, collecting debts to kind of help pay for replenishing of buildings uh, that were destroyed during attacks. And So you're going back to Orzov Loyalty. Basically. Yeah. Um, you meet with some of the ghost council? Yep. Yeah, like I said, spending time just getting there. Instead of, hey, you had a month to get me your money, well, now you have two weeks. Um, um, they, need, they need the money now so they can rebuild their own buildings. Okay. So just doing your job as normal under a month, uh, grant yourself 250 gold pieces. In addition to whatever you earn normally, because basically you work for like a month doing things. Um, you obtain no magical items 
no new gear, just standard equipment gear. So replace anything that you want to replace that's like standard gear. Um, I've added three new fingers. Okay. <laughs> uh, Li- Lila has been quiet as you, but you have filled more of the blood vial on this because of some of the corrupt. You've actually been going out and enforcing against other Orzov. It's the longest he's lived too in a while. Yeah. <laughs> Give yourself one renown for the Selesnia for completing that mission. Give yourself one more renown for the Simic for completing that mission. And then give yourself one renown for the Izzet for completing that mission. Then give yourself three renown for your own guild. What is your renown level for the Orzov? Get a new item. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a toe. It's a magical toe that you can make reappear in your hand whenever you right, want. I gotta find it on my little magical does. table here. This is actually the hangnail cool. healing. <laughs> hangnail healing. Well, the, we know that's why you haven't used it. It's hidden away somewhere in a bag. I don't want to get Come on, the perfect. Load. Everything's about me perfect. No, no okay, so you've had an insignia from the Orzov. As you have now served your city, doing the tasks uh, within the Order of the Guild Pact, and you assumed back into your regular duties, um, the Orzova and the Ghost Council have taken notice in your loyalty. Um... You are awarded one Orzov Guild Signet Ring. <laughs> this item requires attunement and it functions as a guild signet. I'm sorry, it functions as a guild insignia. That's it. Is it an actual thing you need to do? Yes, it's called an Orzov Guild Signet. Um, it's green. This ring, adorned with the symbol of the Orzov, allows you to cast Command. Uh, a guild signet is sometimes awarded to guild members whose renown score is that guild is five or higher, which yours is, um, or for performing special duties. Aside from its magical properties, the ring also acts as a to show that you are a member of the guild. Your ring has three charges. It gains charges at dawn. You, while you are wearing it and attuned, you can expend one charge to cast you need all the spell slots you can get. Also, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, anything else for your character as far as growth and personality that you want to do for the next couple no, of weeks? No, uh, yeah, he got three fingers. Um, he extended out his meat locker. Um, <laughs> it is now up to... So the body he's working on actually is... It's about halfway done. Okay. Frankenstein and the monster. Okay. Yeah. Is this going to be your... Uh... All right. Who wants to go next? I will. All right. You ready? Go. 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 (laughs) Rob. Um, Lizica, for the next month, uh, what would you like to do? Are you retaining loyalties to the Gilpack ways and returning to the House Demir? (laughs) Yes. uh, Zero words. Return to the House of Demir. um, (laughs) 700 books. I want to work as close as possible to Xerxes and try and dig up any information we can on what's going on. Okay. You're spending this time to do research. And what 
which things would you like to research? I will let you pick. I will let you pick three topics to research. We'll okay. make some rolls, and then I'll see how much you learn about them. Um, I feel like I want to research the what's going on with the uh, Golgari. Okay. Um, Simic's been pretty quiet, right? Ever since everything. They happened. have been. I kind of want to dig into the Simic a bit. Okay. Um, because I feel like there were a lot of scientists in that facility other than more big at that point. So are you going to attempt to infiltrate the Simic, or are you just attempting to gather information? Um, like from just asking around. Because you have access to the Golgari stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I feel like I probably will put most of my focus on the Golgari. Okay. So I'll, I'll let you I'll also s- do one more task. What would you else okay. would you like to research or gather information about? Um, actually, not one hundred percent sure. I might want to let Gerxes pick. Okay. Um, we're like, I guess wherever they kind of like, kind of, kind of like where they right, feel fair. like it's necessary. I'll find the topic. Yeah. For your uh, <laughs> your information about the Simic, that's a pretty good role. Um, you find that the Simic, since Mormor Vig was vying to try and become the guild leader and the guild master of the Simic, but was destroyed, he seemed to be a rogue agent. The Simic themselves do not usually have aspirations of power-hungry or gaining money they don't care about. Mm-hmm. They're all about becoming perfect specimens and finding perfect specimens. They continue on about their research. They continue to aid uh, as far as vaccinations, poison remedies, antidotes, um, and they seem to be going about business as normal. They check in like they always do, like they always have. Um, you get no whispers or inkling that anything has changed within the Simic other than everyone's like, oh, well, that Mormor Vic, he was a jerk. They very mm-hmm. are very logical, very – they're not emotional in how they decide things. So – they seem fine. That's good. Yeah. Um, the thing that Gerxes looks into is uh, let's go with that's a good one. Magic items. Ooh. Magic. Legends speak and whispers talk of long lost artifacts. Within hidden parts of Ravnica, there is. Let me find what it is called because I rolled it. Magic seed over here. There is a uh, whispers of. Uh, nope, we're not doing that. We're gonna roll again. <laughs> that is not happening. <laughs> Ah, that's a good one. Staff of Ravnica. There is whispers of the great weapon master within the Boros mm-hmm. who hid a mystical weapon in some vault in the Nether City. Mm. You have a lead for it. <laughs> the weapon was known as Sunforger. 
do we uh is there any tell of what type of uh, weapon the it is? crafter who crafted the original sun forger because there are still some Sun forgers that are used within the ranks of the Boros, but this was considered like the first one, like the prototype, the one that all of their sun forgers were built around. Um, the Boros weapon crafter was buried with it, but his tomb sunk into the undercity, along with a few other Boros things lost to history. Treasure hunters have gone looking for it. You think. You have heard whispers that they have found the vault of the old weapon forgers. Mm, that might be a fun side quest. Okay. Plus, it's a sun forger, and that's awesome. <laughs> I'm wondering how I'm going to get one in there. Okay, that so that's your that's your third thing. Weapons of a of a or rumors of a potential weapon. You'll hear this soon. Okay. Now, as far as your last thing. Now I want to make sure I don't give too much. Exactly what was it that you wanted to research? Um, the the Civil War and a bit more focus on Gerard. Gerard. Um, using your cover of being within the Golgari, you have shown your loyalty to the Golgari swarm, not the Golgari hive. Mm. Uh, the Golgari hive is the name of the branch of Golgari that have taken up with the Gorgons. Okay. Um, they are led by the Sisters of Stone Death. They all have names, but most people only refer to them as a collective unit. Um, Gerard has gone into... I wouldn't really say hiding, because he doesn't really fear death the same way that others do. Mm -hmm. He is a lich. But he is not a lich in the same way that you know of like in Forgotten Realms. There is no phylactery with his life essence in it. Um... From what you can tell, the members within the Golgari, it's split about 50-50. There's constant like skirmishes that happen in the common parts and in the underground forested areas, um, in the food areas where they, they grow and, and, and dispose of things. Um, Gerard has been upping his production of zombies, and uh, he has allowed further experimentations in the realm of necromancy within his guild. More so than they have in a while. That's about all you have learned. <laughs> Alright, who wants to go next? Ready or you want me? Uh, I feel like you're ready to go. Alright. Also. Well, fuck it, I don't want to go now. You gain one renown for the Izzet. You gain one renown for the Stimic. You gain one renown for the Selesnia. And you gain... Three renowned. Even though at this whole point it's been a secret that you mm. yeah. you are also awarded with a Demir Guild Signet. Over and over and over. Now your thing is a little different than his. Demir Guild Signet um, allows you to cast Disguise Self, which is kind of funny because you have the mask that lets you do it, but now you have two means. Maybe you could give one of your friends. Itself. Um, uh, but it gives you a, a thing it has the charges just like his you can cast it up to three times per day cool cool <laughs> cool, cool good so I Scrizz is still um, antsy about going back to the Rectos right away 
feeling that his immediate affiliation with Madame Madri might lead to repercussions within the guild. And so he is going to take on uh, the apprentice or side, you know, assistant to his father, Skraznet. Maybe uh, further his art in the world, you know, as an artificer and is it guild. And he would like to try to take the Goblin Crown and reform it into a helm. Okay. So now he wants like a helm with, you know, with the nose piece since he figures that with the group he's in now, there's going to be a lot more fighting. Okay. So he needs something with a little bit more protection and don't want to leave this cranium uh uncovered while he's fighting so a crown feels like uh, uh, the crown feels like it might fall off too easily at least with the helm he can get some protection and still have the abilities of the crown okay so for the next month you uh you go back to your is it roots are you claiming loyalty with the is it guild now I think of as of right now, because he feels like he's been betrayed by the Rakdos as of right now, he's still not sure if he's switching back because he still likes being the bard. He still likes the fact of the entertainment part and the chaos behind the guild. But he also, now that more um, facets of his memories are coming back, he is starting to tinker more with his walking stick, with the crown, and other little gadgets that, just to get back into the the habit of what his prior life was leading towards. All right. So you spend the next month uh, going back to the basics of uh, crafting and artificing and uh, making trinkets and um mechanical things um after a, a few weeks you start to get back the knack of some of it it seems to come back naturally it doesn't feel as weird and awkward um with your new now found loyalty and pledged loyalty back into the is it league um all renown that you have earned from the rakdos has been converted into is it league points While you did not exactly burn the bridge, you are no longer a Rakdos guild member. You kind of went in, you kind of turned your guild insignia in, and to one of the, one of the people was like, see ya! And that was pretty much it. It was very anticlimactic. Um, but you can't be a member of two guilds, unfortunately. He was a fake member of two guilds. That's I only allowed it because it made sense. Oh no, I wasn't going for trying for two guilds. I didn't think you were. Um, you get one renown for the Selesnia, one renown, f I'm sorry, all your is it, you're going to end up getting a total of four renown for the is it. On top of what Ari has. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then you'll get another renown for the Selesnia. Um, you also are given a is it guild signet. This ring adorned with the symbol of the Izzet allows you to cast Chaos Bolt. Ooh. 
face. Guild Signet is sometimes awarded, again, to members, blah, blah, blah. The Signet has three charges, and it regains 1d3 expended charges at dawn. While wearing it, you can expend a charge to cast the associated spell. It says that the save DC on is 13, if you're using the ring. But, hey, it's extra spells. It also functions as it is it Insignia. And these rings require attunement. Um, you get back into your magical tinkering. You build some little mechanical uh, animals, um, various different things. These things seem very trivial to you after a couple of weeks, but you're starting to get back some of your memories. Um, you do forge and have the crown forged into a more helmet-like structure, and I will let you decide whatever structure you want that thing to look like. Normally, magic can't be undone. And this is a magical object. But you have figured out a way to fuse the crown with Mizium metals to basically like add on to what was already there instead of melting it down and changing it. So you want me to describe it? Uh, yeah, it's it's however you So <laughs> I think So I figured the helm now looks <laughs> since he reformed it he did like some of the spikes up there so he did keep two of them up okay and it comes down and covers his ears front of his nose you know somewhat the back of, it kind of looks like a he has turned the goblin crown into a batman helmet <laughs> <laughs> Lord of the Rings with, uh, with the one ring on it. Yes. <laughs> no, that's that's super cool. Um, and uh, you also kind of feel this like bonding with your father. Um, for this whole time, these you've had these like weird, fake memories and altered memories in your in your mind of your father being kind of mean and hateful to you, and starting to like share memories with him and get some of your life back. Um, and it kind of feels good to not feel so alone in the world. Having someone who actually understands and accepts you the way that you are. Because even though you were in the Rakdos and they didn't mind your goblin ways, it's much better to be accepted by someone who's basically just like you. <laughs> Somebody loves Crystal now! <laughs> um, finally... <clears throat> <laughs> all right um so i'll probably try and like meet up with wang go to the family and take them from wherever they are like back to our home or a new home within um sun home um and i think over the next month um rocky will be doing like going out with with the uh the garrison and you know, doing some patrolling, keeping the girl back, you know, kind of following missions as he knows how to. Uh, but I do think in like a lot of the off time when he's not working, um, he's going to be um, like training his children on how to defend themselves better and fight better and kind of preparing them for this new world of chaos. So especially Fen and Finn, the, the two uh, males he's gonna train pretty hard and then also teach his uh his two females um anita and fennel um kind of like basic defensing more and probably more like hiding as well 
um, not necessarily hand-to-hand combat, but what to do, you know, with what's going on. Okay. And I think he's going to try and, like, I don't know that there'll be lots of books on the history that far back. Um, so if he can find anything, try and research a little bit of the 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 olden days and the olden ways. But primarily, I think, going on these patrols and um, keeping the guild hall safe and training the family up. Okay. I like it. And, and Rose, he'll train Rose up too to defend herself. Okay. So a little family bonding time, and you're teaching them more about the monstrosities and horrors that the world has become. Now, um, your bond with your family has always been really close. You were the only one that was really any sort of like, I would say, family person when you all joined forces. Um, you have been given like this new appreciation for family, but also with friends. You consider these people that you've been questing with, your friends, and in a weird way, you all sort of kind of miss each other. But you also liked getting back into the, the routine of patrolling. Enforcing. Being Scrisnit. Doing Scrisnit things. Now people kiss And spying. <laughs> going back into doing what is this thing? Brokering information. Draven Vey Part 2? <laughs> um, you're not sure exactly when the beacon will be called back for you. But you know eventually it will. The weeks pass. And almost a month to the day. You're all individually couriers approach you from House to Mirror. Gain one is it renown, one Selesnia renown, one Simic renown, and three Boros renown. What's the Boros ring do? You also get a Boros Guild Insignia. I'm sorry, a Boros Guild Signet. Okay, so you said three for Boros, one for it? Yep. And what was the other one? Selesnia. And Simic. Did yeah. I get one for Simic? You should too. Okay. And then I got... So did I get an extra one? Never mind, that's all. You should have a total of three for it that you gained. Uh-huh. Plus that's whatever you had in Rakdos. Okay. Then you should have gotten one Simic, one Selesnia, and one is it? Everyone should. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Your ring allows you to cast Heroism. Same thing. Three charges. Yeah. Hey. Hey, Heroism's pretty good. Awesome. <laughs> heroism's pretty good. He yeah. passed it on you a lot. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm saving you spell slots, sir. <laughs> Plus, I wanted to give you guys something good. Uh, some good stuff and have some some, some moments to kind of flesh your characters out a little bit more because you guys have completed the first chapter in my story arc. Yay! My ring have elvish on the inside. No. Okay. And, unless you want it to have elvish on it. Bilbo. It just says elvin. It says elvin on it. Bilbo might be part of the story. You all gain one level. Let's go! Yay! I'm gonna Level six. Now. This happens while you are out and about resuming back to your normal lifestyles and reflecting on all the experiences that you've had within Ravnica. This this ring, it's a tunable 
it, we ha- it has have to, to tune be tuned. It. If you okay. want to use the charges, it has to be tuned. Otherwise, it, it's called the Boros Guild Signet. It's on D&D Beyond if you go looking for it. Okay. And uh, it also acts as an insignia. So you can use it to access your guild halls or anything that's like exclusive to your guild. Um, these couriers, I'm going to do these one at a time. We're going to do Bill's courier first. A courier who you now know belongs to House Demir as is no longer a secret. They now openly brandish their guild insignias. Um, he looks like one of the librarians that you encountered in that part of the city. Uh, it's a uh, Devarkian elf, much like Lysica. He knocks on your door one bright morning. Okay. It's been about a month since the events of the sewers. No, no, no. I'll get the door. Hang on. Just put that down. You're going to get... If you break, your mother is going to be pissed. Hello? Who's there? Sir, I come with a message for Rocky Brindlehide. Uh, this is Rocky speaking. Uh, before I open the door, can you tell me who you are? I am from House Demir. I am a representative of Lazav. Alrighty. Uh, well, uh, here, well, don't mind the mess, uh, and I'll open the door up, and it's probably, you know, it's four kids making a mess of this place, and the two, I'm thinking, like, the two brothers are, like, sword fighting with sticks, and, uh, there's, like, paint and shit all over the, the floor, um, hey, well, let's go, I got kind of an office room back here, let's go and chat in there. Indeed. Um, he pulls off his hood as he kind of walks in. He's just kind of looking around his surroundings. You've seen Lizica do the exact same thing a lot. He's just kind of observing. It's almost like he's casing out exits. He's looking for potential things that might be hidden, people that might be hidden, anything that might be a threat. You didn't understand that's what Lizica was doing at first, but now that you kind of you kind of know that that's what Lizica was doing. Um, he accompanies you into your little office space area. All right, and I will uh, close the door and um, I think speak like a little bit lower so in case anyone anyone's trying to listen from outside of the door uh, in the house, just kind of keep it down a little bit. Um, so so you so you have a message? Yes. I actually have two messages for you. Oh. One from Niv Mizzet. And one from, I am not sure entirely how to pronounce this name, but it is a high-ranking general within the Boros Legion. You don't know how to pronounce the name? What? It, it Let is me a s- Loxidon. It is, I'm not sure how you say this name. It looks like a bunch of syllables to me. I think it's Gergamah. Gergamal. Gergamal. Can I see? Did you write it down? It's it's spelled super weird. I gotta actually look it up. I think it's G H. I used a random name generator. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's G H U R M A L. Gergamal. That's how we're gonna say it. That's what name. Oh, uh, that that's your problem right there. The R is silent. It's Gurmal. Ah. It's uh, it's a Luxedonial thing. 
Yeah. Uh, well, let's start with the uh, the Niv me- uh, message. The message from Niv Mizzet is that you are to convene at your earliest convenience atop the tower in the Izzet section. You will need access to get in, I suggest, and in the message, again, the message says this. Skriznit should be able to grant you access. But if Skriznit's well, I'm not going to need access to get to Skriz? I think it's being taken care of. Right. So just go to the front door, ask for Skriz. Because last time we went there, they had to show the simple. And I, I was just told they that were you tra- should head to the visit section. Okay. Also, the message from Gurgamal. And he pulls out a... It's a package. It's wrapped up in some type of brown paper. I was told that for your exemplary service, that you might find this item useful. I was to give it to you, and only to you, as it has your name inscribed on it. And he hands you the package. Okay, how how big is it? big it's not quite like glaive size but it's pretty big okay um so the the package i'll kind of set down like in the office um and not open it i guess in front of him um all right um so asap meaning today go to nibs or tomorrow morning nearest convenience i don't think it's a matter of all right. Well, I'm thinking uh, if you do have any contact, probably tomorrow morning. I have to, you know, I got shifts to be covered and people to talk to and and the family. But probably tomorrow. Indeed. I'll head my head my way out there. He kind of gives you a bow. Um, with that, sir, I will I will be on my way. Good day. Do you have other messages to give out today? Not me. Okay, I'm just checking. Not yet. Maybe. All right. Well, have yourself a great day. Thanks for coming. Um, you're gonna want to watch. There's a putty on the floor. They call it Playgo. Um, don't get that on your feet. It, it's never gonna get off. It it is. It's once you get it on you, it sticks with you forever. So don't. If you step on that, you're gonna leave tracks until the day you die. Thank you for the warning. <laughs> kind of pulls his hood back up, turns up, and walks out. All right. Um, so after I'll escort him out and then reclose and lock the door and kind of look out the window and watch him. He kind walks, of... not in a very sneaky way. He just walks off like it's no big deal. Right down the right down the sidewalk, out of view. Okay, and I think I'll stay there for another couple of minutes and like look and see if there's any shifting, anything crazy, anyone watching. Perception check. Oh, not bad. I didn't roll that. <laughs> I don't think I have any bonuses to perception, though. It is a natural 16. Um, you see normal about things. And your father. <laughs> no, nothing. 
Um, okay. You've gone back into like one of the domicile areas, like your own home, which is on. It's not because nothing's really on the outside of the city. Everything is within the city because it's an entire city, mm-hmm. except for the wooded and forested areas. Um, you don't have a lot of direct neighbors anymore. Yours is one of the only houses in the vicinity. Um, you have no like what I would call direct neighbors. Um, but it looks just like people walking about up and down the sidewalks as normal, carrying on like you don't notice anything weird, anything unusual. Okay. Um, so after waiting a while, then I'll go um, back into the room and um, unwrap the package. Okay. And be a little bit careful about it, I guess. Well, it's heavy. It's got some heft to it. Okay. Um, you rip off the package, the the wrapping and the paper that's on it. Um, and as you rip away one of the very first pieces, you see this glimmer of metal that catches your eye underneath of it. Um, you kind of get this like this look of this is a weapon kind of look on your face, and you know, being being a soldier. Um, you rip away all the, the, the paper like a little kid on Christmas opening up that final <laughs> present that the parents gave him, you know, like the, the good one, the this super secret the, present. This isn't the socks and the underwear. Uh this is not this is not the sweaters or the socks <laughs> or the underwear. This is this is the PlayStations, right? This is this yes. is the um although I had to share those with my brother. You so. see a long sword. Long sword. Um at the hilt above it has the symbol of the Boros. On the uh, at the at the very bottom where the uh, handle is, ever so faintly in like this like almost like shimmering kind of magical ink, it says uh, Rocky Brindlehide. Oh, personally engraved. The sword itself is a uh, it's a very shiny, very elegant looking long sword. It looks special. There's a note attached to it. I'll pluck the note off and read it. Um, the note <laughs> is from Gergamot. Okay. Um, Dear Rocky, this blade is being gifted to you as magical weapons within our establishment are rare indeed. <clears throat> Only those who have proven worthy of such relics and artifacts are gifted them. hope you enjoy and can use this weapon. It's known as a Sword of the Parhams. The weapon is a long sword. It requires attunement. You gain a plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls made with this magic weapon. Additionally, once on each of your turns, you can use one of the following properties if you're holding the sword. You can immediately, after you use the attack action to attack with the sword, you can enable one creature within 60 feet of you to use its reaction to make one weapon attack. Nice. But wait, there's more. Uh, Immediately after you take the dash action, you can enable one creature within 60 feet of you to use its reaction to move up to its speed. Immediately after you take the dodge action... You can enable one creature within 60 feet of you to use its reaction to gain the benefits of the dodge action. Proficiency with a long sword allows you to add your proficiency bonus to the attack rolls for weapons you make with it, and it is considered a versatile weapon. Now, the name itself. The Sword of the Parunes was bestowed upon 
the original guild leaders of Ravnica. Thus the name, Harvards. Now, other blades of these have been forged for high-ranking generals or honorary members of councils within this, but the base enchantment is still the same. It's been the same since, well, the first one was crafted. This is considered a very honorary weapon. I know it's not a glaive, but it's pretty cool. <laughs> it's pretty cool. <laughs> and I feel like you're like the only guy who has not gotten something kind of cool so far, and I felt like it was your time. Yay! I got a cool thing. Plus, I did destroy your last weapon. So. <laughs> I you almost destroyed two One weapons. Half, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you're allowed to replace it. You can have another glaive if you want. It just... Your new one won't be magical. Glaive of the park. No. <laughs> I could do that. No. <laughs> Sword sounds cooler. It's true. All right. Is it a thing on D&D Beyond? Yep. It's called gla- uh, Sword of the Paru? Yep. Trust me, I already looked into it. It's, a very, it's considered a very rare item. Yeah. Very rare. I've been giving you guys some cool stuff. I've, I've been amping up the difficulty. You guys have been fighting some hard things. That ooze monster was no joke. No hit wounds. No, I don't think so. Now, um, I'll let you decide when you want to come. Your courier arrives at your personal domicile. Sure, wherever you live. You could live at your In the meat locker. How'd you know? Are you the domicile? Maybe. I could be. Uh, yes. I, um... Is this where Elvin Winsoul is? That's a trick question. I know you're in there. I'll just open up the door. Hey! And you see this little goblin, which is odd from their ranks. They don't have a lot of goblins within their ranks. Yeah. He's got this like little hood on. He looks he looks like a Sith Lord with this like black hood and <laughs> cloak. He looks like he's about to shoot you with lightning or something, but uh it's definitely a little goblin from the Demir Guild. Yeah, so when I open up the door, I don't know if this will stun him at all. But uh like I'm wearing this like white apron, uh, blood splattered all over me. Um, looks like I've been either being a butcher or making parts. Hey, no, that's pretty cool. I'm sorry, are you a butcher by trade? I mean... Come on in and I'll show you. No, I'm good. I just have a message to deliver for you. (laughs) I need your opinion on something. No, I'm alright. Okay. It doesn't feel safe in there, you know what I mean? My, uh, my goblin sense is tingling right now. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, I have a message for you from Niv Mizzet. Oh, okay. Um, the message is, at your earliest convenience, please return to Nivix. Um, does it have a box for a plus one? Um, I, I no, there's no actual piece of paper. Oh. Can I bring a plus one? I, he didn't say no, uh, but I didn't ask. Good. Javi, you're coming with me. And I will pull out my hand puppet, bite the finger off, and twist it onto this uh, putrid. Uh, and I will summon undead. I'll have an undead creature that follows me around. 
God damn it. Is that an actual spell you have? Yeah, son of a bitch. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Is it animate dead or summon undead? It's summon undead. Summon undead. You know what? For flavor reasons, I'm going to allow that. Yeah, well, it makes a... Uh, it's a... Uh, it, it takes the form of either a ghost... I'm more worried about the statistics of it. I don't care about the rules. Yeah, I have... That, a... That's just too cool to not allow that to be what it is. Yeah. Are uh, you sure it's not animate dead? It's just called Summon Undead. Right. There's cool. It's third level. Right? Uh, yeah, you call forth an undead spirit. It manifests in an unoccupied well, space. Well, we're going to call it an undead thing. But, it, yeah, it can be ghostly, putrid, or skeletal. You want it to be putrid? Yes, okay. putrid. Do you want it to have any clothes or anything, or be dressed um, in a certain way? So, yes, this thing... How long does this thing last? <laughs> I'm just curious. Concentration. For anything, okay. any creature other than you that starts its turn within five feet of the... Of the putrid spirit must make a constitution saving throw or be poisoned until the start's next okay. turn. <laughs> I'm not trying to poison. I know, but that's I still funny. I'm going to so, have to come up with like some special rules for this because I want this to happen. Yeah, so... Well, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, that uh, sounds pretty cool. It's all based on the finger. Um, on, the finger is the way it does its power. Um, so if I don't... If I'm not near it, it falls to the ground... It has to require that, so it will follow me around. But we'll we'll talk, we'll talk. But I, I have some ideas on how to make this but, work as far as combat and stuff. But this thing is, I mean, it's made up of every body part that you can possibly think of. Um, but the difference with this one is, it's actually only half there. Um, the other half of the body is what I believe is what it's going to look like. So it actually has two heads on it. Both of the Bellheims, and then uh, just some random arms. Uh, one being a. Uh, when you say the Bellheims, their heads, but their faces. So this is a manifestation. Yeah, the okay. the upper half is all manifested. Got it. Uh, I didn't have it finished. So your puppet's not complete. Yeah, I haven't finished okay. the project yet. No, it's cool. I like it. It's so, creepy, but it's cool. I like it. Yeah. So there's some pretty good stitching. So you work. you filled in the gaps with like spectral imagery kind of pretty much what okay. my goal is yeah right. so yeah there's it's two-headed that's fucking cool uh, <laughs> i'm not gonna lie to you that's pretty fucking yeah. cool uh one arm being a one from a giant like a like one of the ones from the gruel so it's got like a big long arm and like a normal sized arm yeah i love it <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's so it follows me around it's harvey harvey winsel okay Gentleman had himself a baby yeah, I have some ideas. We'll talk about it later as far as like the mechanics behind this. Yeah. Um, to where you still get to use the cool summon undead spell, but I also kind of want this thing to kind of be around all the time because I think it's fucking cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll talk about that later. All right, I love, I love it. Yeah. You're not going to be fighting today, so we won't worry about it. Well, unless you decide to just randomly start attacking things. Stab the goblin. <laughs> I have uh, a message for you. Wow, that's a, that's a <laughs> fucked up looking friend you got there, buddy. But, uh, you know, that's cool. I heard you were a little weird. There are rumors. <laughs> you know, that's the nicest thing I've heard all month. Well, I mean, I think that, like most people, you're probably just misunderstood. I mean, one of my best friends is in the Golgari, and they animate dead shit all the time. See, that's what I'm saying. My my group, my family doesn't even get me. Well, my family doesn't really get me either. Oh, but I killed them, so. I can't say I did the same. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's head to the is it? Yeah. Cool. I, I'm free. Well, I'm not going to go there. I was just told to deliver the message to you, so at your earliest convenience, please go and visit me. 
is mythic. Well, I'll pack up some spare clothes. Cool. Yeah. And I'll bring a handful. Might want to put a cloak or something on that guy. I don't think they allow undead in a lot of areas of the city. Oh, it, I, I can drop it at any time. Oh, very handy. Yeah. Um. Yep. Just takes one finger, and I can just spawn it anyway. All right. So, uh, Harvey, you stand here. We'll we'll meet up down the road. What level is that spell? Third. It takes a third level spell slot to cast that? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have to come up with some mechanics for that. That's too cool to not let you do it, kind of, yeah. <laughs> as you want. Okay, so Harvey's back on his shelf. Wow. Do you, do you already own the command spell in your repertoire? I do not. Okay. I got rid of it. Because when I was in the one guild... Oh, the, uh, the yeah, the, yeah, got it. Okay. When I first made the guy, he had come in. All just, right. just from being in that guild, buddy. He, he's not in it. All right. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I got some ideas. We'll talk about it. Yep. So, I, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm pretty much, like I said, packing up fingers, extra clothes, um, you know, the usual. <laughs> and, so casually. Uh, yep. And I'm heading, heading out. Okay. I'm going to take a note here. Your hammer. As you filled this thing up with blood, has uh, gained a new ability. You now have the ability to. Something I did for free. Yes. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> you can cast Animate Dead once per day. Ooh, that's still pretty good. Now, the like I said, I had some ideas. The mechanics behind this Summon Undead. So, if you want to use your pet, you can use it as a standard zombie. Or, if you cast Summon Undead, it gets the spectral images of itself and has the spectral or the Summon Undead stats, and you don't have the zombie. Like, you have one or the other, but not both, if that makes sense. Okay. It's almost kind of like you're casting a spell on the undead to make it be okay. undead. And does it move to a 1d8? It's whatever your damage on the. So it's whatever one you are. If it's the zombie, it has zombie stats. No, I'm saying, does my hammer. Hit any harder? No. Okay. Is it supposed to? No, it's just one d six right now. I was seeing if oh. I could. I, I'm seeing if You're I. You're trying to get more stuff out of me. You have a fucking zombie pet now, which I didn't have to give you, but I thought it was cool. You know what? Now I take it. I spent all this time over here manifesting. Dude, that was cool. That's why I'm letting it happen. I want cool shit to happen, and I want to have a logical way. You Sounds describe good. how that happened. Yeah, animate that. Gotcha. And how much? How long does animate dead last? All it's like eight hours, right? Or yeah. Animate that's twenty four hours. Yeah. So you can just cast it again later. Yeah. If your trigger thing is the little, we'll say the power comes from your hammer. Then. Yeah. Power of Grayskull. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as you've like filled this thing up, you've you've gained more power from your patron. I have Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. All right. Cool. So that's how that works. That's Sounds creepy. Like I love it. Um, <laughs> and like I said, if you wanted to walk around with you, I just put a cloak on or something. Like this. This thing's humongous. It's fine. There's giants and stuff in the city. Make him fight the cycle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna let you know that that's not gonna end well for your friends. <laughs> All right, so you're packing up some stuff, getting ready to go. Oh, you're, what now? What is the name of your your friend? Harvey. Harvey. Harvey? I love it. That's so awesome. Okay. And he has a mustache just like Steve Harvey. 
You understand me now. You guys. <laughs> I want you to follow ball. Like, <laughs> like not today, because I know you're just kind of not thinking of it. I want you to like at some point this week. I want you to describe what every part of this thing that's actually completed looks like, and the parts that are spectral when you're <clears> thinking <throat> in depth on it, because this is one of the coolest things you've ever come up with. So. A lot of cool stuff. I said it's one of the coolest. Your hammer was pretty cool too. All right. Courier comes to, well, your just places meet you. Yeah. And, uh, this is a Vidolfine. I have word that you're invisible. It requires you to return to Nibix as soon as possible. All right. I'll be on my way. It's a very short exchange. Yeah, <laughs> we know. We both know. It's just that's all. Square is neat. Yes. You got your house. Yes. Doing some experimenting. Oh yes. Um, you and your dad are in there having like a cup of coffee in the morning, just laughing and talking about all the cool stuff you guys want to build. Horror done already. There's a knock on your front door. I go up to the door. Who the hell is it? I'm trying to have some coffee. Um, you see a robot servant. It looks like a little tiny gnome. Not that you would know what a gnome is, but it's the best way to describe it. Yes. Um, it's like a little mechanical gnome. Probably two and a half feet tall. Um, clearly built by something. It has that same Mizium sort of technology that powers all the other machines. It's, it's a mixture of electricity and magic um big round eyes yellow that are like you can see the electricity kind of sparking behind them um it's got a little slit in the mouth area and as it talks it kind of lights up are uh, you screwing it yes i am ah uh, ah uh. <laughs> is this coal no. <laughs> you wish. It's cold before cold. Cold's father. Cold. This is cold prequel. <laughs> prequel. Niv Nibbit is... requires you to return to Nivix. I will be there. Okay, I'll be there. I'm tired of making fun of you. He says you might have to let your friends in. I'll do that. Ha ha. Have a good day. That wasn't a joke. I said I'd do it. Ha ha. Ha ha. You need re you need reprogram. He's going, ha ha, ha ha, and he turns around and walks away. Ha ha. So on the helm that I made, I also want to like where the eye slits are, I want to make sure there's like goggles there. Nice. For like where he can like hits a button on the side and they could be like welding goggles or they could be clear or they could be shaded. So you made some modifications. I like it. Yeah. More like attachments. Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. I like it. Artificer moment. Yeah. Did you get your uh, stuff yet? Four infusions. Nice. <laughs> and one of them's the homunculus. Very cool. You don't pick your specialization yet, do you? No, not yet. Okay. I'm only level. I think two. level three. Yeah. Iron Defender's pretty cool. That's what I was playing. So I did pick. Uh, Plus one on defense. Like okay. the, I could touch somebody's armor, infuse it. I could do two infusions a day per long rest. But you can have a total of three infusions done. Oh, is that it? Mm -hmm. Okay. You're only allowed to do new infusions two per day, but you can have a total of three active. Oh, three active. Okay. 
whether they're all on you or your friends or whatever, it doesn't matter. Gotcha. On me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Why would you put something in the loser? I'm just curious, which infusions did you take? Or you know what? You can surprise us with them as you Oh, I'll go ahead and take those. I think they're pretty cool. I uh, did the enhanced defense where you gain one plus to armor class while wearing armor or wielding a shield. Nice. Uh, replicate magic item. Very and cool. I picked the bag of holding just because we have one so I can at least have to touch it and I can replicate it if we need one. Okay. Uh, repeating shot since I have a crossbow. Magic weapon grants a plus one bonus attack and damage rolls made with it. And when it's used to make a range attack, and it ignores the, ignores the loading property. So if I don't even have any, it makes its own. Makes uh, its own ammunition. Yes. That's cool. And yeah. then I made the homunculus servant. Very cool. So. And what is your, do you have your homunculus servant? I have. Or you haven't used it yet? I haven't used it okay. yet. Okay, cool. I have one and in I'm idea. making magical stuff right now. So. Very cool. Can I make them and have them? Are, well, that, then that's one of my infusions, isn't it? Is it considered an infusion? No, it, it's just a... Re you learn intricate me methods for magically creating a special homunculus to serve you. <laughs> the item you infuse serves as the creature's heart. So, yes. Yeah, so it's yeah. an infusion. Gotcha. You don't have to make it yet, but you know it. All right. Okay. I know what I want to make after the two visits to the Selesnia and meeting the big wolves. He wants to make a miniature mechanical version of that. Very cool. Yes. All right. You know, as an Iron Defender, you get a dog. Oh, do you? you yeah, do. it's actually it's called an Iron Defender. Nice. And you're small enough, I'd say, yeah, why not? You can ride it. it. <laughs> <laughs> so you can actually make your homunculus oh, something no. else if you want. He's a cold prison. All right, cool. Uh, so with all that said... You know what? I have a new idea for my new homunculus. I okay. Think uh, well, that's if you go that route. I don't know which one. You might go alchemy or the guy that's like a bombardier. He makes like a Gatling gun or something. Like there's <laughs> there's some cool stuff in the artificer class. Like when you pick it. So if you infuse something, you just pick something to take another infusion off. If you go over mm -hmm. three. Yep. Okay. I know. I do have a homunculus out. I'm using one of my infusions now. Okay. Just for when the gang gets here, I have a good Seems idea. Cool. Alright, gotcha. I'll let you describe it when the gang meets up. Gotcha. So, uh, you're not sure when your friends are going to be there, but, like, you kind of go out to the main gate, and you just hang out there, right? Like, you're kind of tinkering, but you're like a little kid waiting on his friend to show up when mm -hmm. your parents said that, like, your your best friend can come over and hang out. So you're just, like, waiting. And then every time, like, uh, someone walks by, or a cart goes by, or anything, you kind of... And, and then it's not them, you kind of seem disappointed. So you wait out here for a, a while. Uh, Lithic is the first one to arrive. He kind of sees you there, and not far behind him is Elvin. How you doing? And you see this big lumbering mass of something covered in some type of a cloak following. How close is he now? <laughs> hey, look, it's Rocky. You, you actually, what's Rocky wearing a cloak you for? Kind of at first, you kind of think it's Rocky. Rocky got a cloak. I thought he'd be in like an armor and stuff. Yeah, it's Rocky. <laughs> Uh, make a perception check to see if you realize that it's not Rocky. I got a six. You believe him. I got a 15. Like, man, Rocky, what's up, man? I haven't seen you in a while. Um, he lost his voice. He talked a lot on the way over. I bet being around all his kids yelling at him all the time, I bet that took it out of him. Yeah. All right. All right, everybody's here. Let's get inside. <laughs> 
Hey, Rock, Rocky, I got something to show you. And then I, you, he pulls something out of his pouch, and it looks like a the tip a of a horn, like a minotaur's horn. And he uh, throws it on the ground, and it starts glowing. And a little miniature minotaur that looks like a little baby minotaur, but it's like robotic that's form. Super and you cool. have like the the horn in the middle that's like red. And that's, it's like, I call him Rock. Impressive. You guys do. You not, like it, Rocky? You guys do not disappoint me with your creativity. I'm like, do a custom thing. Hello, Rocky. You like Every it or time. not? Bravo. Even when I don't, like, just the <laughs> stuff that you guys come up with on your own, like the stuff with the finger puppet, and like, that's super cool, man. Uh, you'll see the cloak just move up and down the top of it. Okay, don't speak. Golly, it's like being around li- two Lizakas. God, I just turn around like, let's go rock. No, not yeah, you. Don't, don't feed this thing sausage gravy. I'm not like it. So, uh, you're getting ready to go up to the guild gate, and Rocky kind of wanders up. No clue. Hello. I was told to meet Squid here. I'm like, I turn, I'm like, what, what's like, <laughs> back and forth, like, like, what the, so I'm gonna go, I'm gonna grab the cloak a little bit, like, as soon as he grabs the cloak, I'm gonna drop the dead, and it just all falls to the ground. You're just gonna leave this dead body laying in the street? Yep. It's just gonna fall to the ground like a little puddle. What, what like, all the body parts are just gonna really be a puddle. <laughs> well, I was gonna it's, say, it's, it's like a corpse you've animated. Well, I was gonna say, it just looks like all the pieces fall off. Like, where they were stitched, they just come unstitched. Just and just kind of leave them there, huh? Alright. Man, I thought you said that was Rocky. There's Rocky coming hey, right now. Grizz. Him, like, go over and he takes the, the cloak and kind of folds it up and puts it in his pouch. I don't, you, even, you, I don't even want to know. You see all these, like, body parts. Just like, <laughs> we, we can see the body parts. It's not even, like, a full body. No, it's just half. It's just waist down. So I'm just like, so it's just legs and feet and all that. <laughs> all I'm that. like, I don't even want to see what's the rest of it. Where's your finger puppet, puppet at, Alvin? In my bag. You want to see you do it again? No, I don't. I'm good. Are you sure? So I, I'm like, go. Get, I mean, go, go rock. Go to Big Rocky. And so the, the Minotaur, like, walks over to Rocky what do you? Oh, hey, uh, that's a good-looking fella. You just see the arms upstretched to you. Oh, hey, hey there, little guy. And I'll put it up and like <laughs> give it a little burpee. Uh, what's your name? Rock. And it touches his armor and infuses it with plus one AC on. <laughs> nice. Bam. Oh. And then I just SP. clap my hands, and the horn falls and comes back to me, and. The homunculus is gone. Now, your armor is now considered magical. Yay. How long does it last? It lasts till I die. Or I take the infusion off. Until he doesn't want it to be infused anymore. So I can either take the infusion off, or if I die, it lasts, I think, one day for every intelligent point I have. I think that's what it said. So 13 days after I die. So nineteen armor class right now. (laughs) Gross. (laughs) And of course, they give him a long sword, so he could use a shield now. What it's true. He's probably could. versatile that weapon, if I take a guess. Probably, but can I say that I have a shield on my back? 
You can have just in case that you want. Yeah, I'll say I've got just like a basic shield, uh, round shield on the back, and uh, I'll sling the sword kind of like the glaive, like underneath the shield. Okay. Chain up your style. I like it. Yeah, it looks like I'm not the only yeah, one making a, changes. You still have a glaive, yes? Um, probably. Okay. Like on the other side, kind of sure. like Leonardo. All right. Nice. Ninja Turtle reference. All right, so yeah. You guys all come back with your shiny new insignets. Um, bling, bling. He got a sword. You had a new friend. He has friends. This is the only one that kind of comes back with very little. Just a new ring. Oh, I have he, a box. <laughs> That's old news. <laughs> no. no. Well, it looks like you got you're... some new intel, though. Are you going to share it? Yeah, sure. Inside, and, uh... inside check. <laughs> well, I'll go ahead and... I mean, just the basic, like... Uh... Oh, I'll tell them about the sword or the um the sun the sunforge yes yeah, sunforger because that sounds cool. So he tells you about uh, a crypt that he he has a rumor that they have found an entrance to where this weapon forger who built a sunforger like the original sunforger blueprint was buried with his creation. Treasure hunters mm-hmm. been looking for this, and it would be huge to keep it within the Boros Legion than some. Yeah. Treasure hunter finder. Okay, so like this, it's kind of legend that I would mm-hmm. know about within the Boros. No, I wouldn't know. You about know, it. you've heard of the weaponsmith. Okay, but you thought that his crypt, along with several other weapon forgers' crypts, were lost to time. They they fell in one of the earthquakes. Okay. Uh, wow, that that's really awesome. Yeah, I feel like uh, it should be one of the things that we look into. I agree. I mean, that's it's like legend. This guy. Squiz, no. you've been pretty busy too with your little buddy here. Yeah, I kind of uh, resigned from the Rakdos for right now, so I'm like in limbo. So I'm in limbo. So you're not with, is it? I'm building to be back with him, probably. Well, that's good. Hanging out with your father a lot. Yes, I've been. Uh, Basically restarted my apprenticeship, starting from scratch. So you and your father's relationship a little bit better now? Yes, we both decide we're going to kill that son of a bitch that stole my battle, my... Your bombs? Bombs, yes. Well, that's awesome. So you're outside with your insignia ring, you're trying to do the hand gesture and stuff to get in. Um, Elvin, make a perception check. notice this not any sooner than you would um not in a very stealthy way uh a you you look down and oh you feel a little like tug on your pants like something trying to get your attention but it's like real low to the ground oh shit harvey's moving (laughs) (laughs) harvey's not moving you look down and you see a like yellowish like a pale yellowish skinned looking monster looking thing it kind of looks like something from monsters inc um 2119 it's it's like the yellowest parts of its skin are flesh tone it stands only maybe a foot foot and a half tall um it's bipedal it has uh, it has two feet two hands um a giant eye in the center of its face and it's got this big wicked looking grin like mischievous looking grin like these little tiny ears that kind of stick up 
and it's kind of it's kind of holding its hands like this, almost like together, like, and it's kind of like kind of just sitting there, almost like it can't sit still, like it's hyped up on caffeine and sugar. <laughs> you know, I got just the place for you. Hey, hey, you're Elvin, right? Uh, yeah. Hey, hey, I got info for you. Really? I heard you're looking for the Bellheims. Look, yeah. Um, they owe me money, so I don't like them. Um, did you take this debt up with you, Ozark? Nah. I figured I'd come to the man who's good at collecting debts. <sighs> they say you're one of the best. Yeah, um, and while he's kind of saying this, I'm kind of bending down on one knee. Hey, hey, how you doing? <laughs> he looks at you. Who, me? Yeah, he's shorter than you. He's like kind of bouncing around. Hey, hey, how you doing? What the hell? So, I'll bend down on one knee. What are you doing? Do you all talk like that? Hey, hey, hey. Hey, don't make fun the way we talk. Don't make fun the way you talk. Hey, hey. So, kind of taking out of my pack this, I'm about like, to bring fucking rock back to beat his ass. <laughs> it, it looks like, it looks like almost like a, pretty much like a drill bit. And I'll start, like, rubbing my hands real fast, taking out this toe that's on the monster, and I'll twist one of the fingers into it. Um... Summoning back up Harvey. Uh, me and Harvey, yeah, we uh, we would like the Bellheim. Yeah, that's pretty cool. You know, I got lost in the city once. Um, well, I'm always lost. <laughs> What's that big apple? How you get lost? Hey, I see it good. I just everything looks the same when you're this tall. Everything looks the, the same. You know what I mean? Like that building looks like a mountain, and that one looks like a mountain. And all right, get to the point. What, anyway, where's the Bell? so name's Thibblethip. 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 There, there's not very many. I think you said needle dip. Thibble thip. <laughs> it doesn't thibble thip, alright? I am from a race of creatures known as... I don't know what we're called, but... I'm the only one here. I've never met anyone like me. I feel pretty unique. Anyway, I was working with the Orzov for a little while. And then I was working with the Azorius as like a messenger. Um, and Bellheim's. I have the location of a Belheim safe house. Where? Where? It's in Precinct 5. I'm heavily guarded. Um, that much I don't know. When's the last time they were there? Well, the Belheims were using it to hide out. Not long after all the chaos went down. They came out of hiding for a little bit. This is what I heard. I was looking for them. Alright, I was in their house. Um, and they got mad at me. They kind of kicked me out. But they owed me money, and I want my money back. How much money did they owe you? 1,000 gold. I'll write it on my detective notebook. 1,000 gold. They owe me 1,000 gold. I will be willing to give you one third, if you collect the rest. Dead or alive, I don't care. <laughs> They're gonna be dead. Um, that's fine. Um, do we overhear this? Yeah, he's not whispering. Do you care to tell me exactly? Yeah, where? yeah, I'll tell you right where it's at. Alright. If you got a little map, I'll mark it around on your little map. We have, do we have a map? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm pretty yeah, sure I Alright, so you see these little warehouses and stuff over here. Yeah. There's this one that looks like there's nothing there. 
It looks like a gap. It looks like an alley. There ain't no fucking alley there. No. There's a building there. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm... Hey, I'm down to kill the Bellheims. Get your money. And we can be friends. Yeah. Well, like I said, I heard you're the best. heard you're the best at collecting debts. Huh. I... I dabble. Yeah, you know. I'm just... I also heard... You might have a little bit of a vendetta of your own against them. Oh, you can see you know, it. I hear stuff. When you're this low to the ground, people don't think you're listening. <laughs> yeah, no, it's misunderstood. And, by the way, we're going to stick up for you, alright? Well, that, that's pretty good. I appreciate it. And, hey, hey, hey. How you doing? Uh, how, how you doing? I'm, I'm good. I think it's uh, my snout. I can't say. You gotta say thim- how you doing. How yeah, you how doing. doing? Anyway, like, so I remember one day I was just wandering out in the field. I was chasing this this girl. She was beautiful. She had a big red eye. I was in love. We were gonna make all the babies, right? And then all of a sudden, there was this bright light, and boom, I'm in the city. And there's this guy with a, with a cloak and some, like, white eyes, and he's kind of blue, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry about that, and then he just left. And I've been here ever since, so. Darn. Anyway, you don't need to know my life story. I just want my money back. Why, why did you lend them a thousand gold? Hey, hey this guy is... I was, you know, I was sympathetic to their cause. They said that uh, if I loaned them a thousand, that they would be able to get me back triple my investment. They said that they just needed to use it for some, I guess, gambling. I assume maybe laundering of some type. I'm not sure, Mm. but it seemed like a good deal. And I've done dealings with the Bellheims and the Orzhov before, and never had any problems. I mean, the Azorius kind of frowned on it, but you know, what they don't know, they don't, they don't have to know. Right? Am I right? I'm right. Okay. I'm assuming off this description of how we got here, we don't recognize what this is at all. You've never seen a creature yeah. like this before. <laughs> when he's been giving us this spiel, um, does he seem like, in a way, that he's trying to lure us into a place, or is he, like, really... Perception check. Um, never mind. So three. Um, he seems like a little kid hyped up on candy. All right. How'd you do? Oh, it's mine is an eight. I'm giving you a penalty because you hate the Bellheims. So you, well, you believe say, everything he's saying. Well, I was gonna say I I think an eight would definitely. It doesn't even matter. It's the doesn't Bellheims. Doesn't even care. The prospect that they might be there yeah. is worth investigating. Yeah. How about you? How'd you do? 16. He seems honest, but even every like everything he says, even he doesn't seem 100% sure of himself, but it's not because he's being dishonest. It's because he's not very confident in everything that he says. Mm. Even things you know that are 100% true, like him telling you the story about where he came from and how he got here, you believe that that's a true story, but he said it in this sort of mousy way that exudes no confidence at all. Yeah. Hmm. Alright, fibble fib. When you get my money back, just say, hey, um, 
You guys seem filled with it, but you ask somebody, I'm, I'm, I'm sure where to get around. I'm, like, kind of a big deal. Alright, I mean, how you doing? Yeah, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> and Yao looks at the... Cool, thanks. I'm out of here. And then he just kind of walks off. Well, he kind of hops off, almost like a frog. He kind of, <laughs> kind of goes about his business. I'm back, Kimblethip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll see you later. Well, if that's not the hardest name to pronounce, I don't know what is. You don't greet people like that. I'm, uh, I'm going to show you guys how it's spelled, but not today. <laughs> gotcha. In, in, in the how you doing culture, it's how you doing to say hi and how you doing to say goodbye. You never say bye. Oh, well, so, I, uh, I didn't know that. With this bit of information marked on your map, you now have a lead for a treasure vault. You now have a lead to a potential Belheim hideout. You guys enter into the guild gate, head into Nivix, back up the oscillating cool set of spiral stairs, make it through, and head into the chamber of niv -Mizzet. There is a familiar being in there. niv Jace. <laughs> Jace is kind of sitting on a couple of the pillows that are not really... A couch. It's more like a bed that the dragon lays on from time to time, and uh, he's kind of sipping on something in a in, in like a teacup. You're assuming it's probably tea or coffee or there's a little bit of steam coming out of it. Um, he looks kind of relaxed and chilled, and he notices you come in, but he kind of, all he does is kind of give you like a little bit of a nod, an acknowledgement. Not a he doesn't try to spark up a conversation with you. Um, you see Niv Mizzet kind of stroking his chin and. It looks like he's really deep in thought about something as you all come in. Um, he doesn't break away from what he's doing before he acknowledges your presence in the room. He's still, it looks like he's now deep in thought and trying to have a conversation with you. Um, I see that you got my message. Welcome back. Uh, how you doing? Was that? That was? No. no, no. Okay. I'm, I'll keep how trying. How you doing? Hi. Got a little bit more flair. You got to sound like you're congested. Like you got snot in that snout. How you doing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love fighting monsters with you guys, but these are the moments that I live for. Um, you need to stop. You're embarrassing me. I know it's been some time since we last spoke. For that, I apologize, but I needed to convene, and you've been around in the city. You've seen a lot. The major fighting seems to now be mostly internal, but there are more skirmishes breaking out throughout the streets. So here is the what we know. The Simic remain loyal to the Guild Pact. We know of no other traitors within their ranks. They have no aspirations of dominating the city. It's business as usual for them. The Selesnia, all is quiet. There have been rumors of some who wish to no longer be so pacifist. And they are preparing for potential war against them but not from within. The Boros 
is what the Boros does. Ariella is loyal to the Guild Pact. Their ranks are stretched thin as they try to defend all of these violent outbursts that have erupted within the city. But hey, for the most part, at least the bombings have stopped. The Golgari still fights within their own ranks. The Gorgons have not made much ground, but they gain sympathizers to their cause daily. Raktos lives in his pits. His guild embodies all that is chaotic, but he has given no orders to try and overturn the rule of Ravnica beyond what it was. Maybe he is lazy, maybe he's unmotivated, maybe he'll change his mind. But I requested an audience with him, and he basically told me to go fuck myself. He doesn't care about the city's problems. There are many within his ranks who have taken up with Madame Madri. And a mysterious person who seems to be leading a rebellion within the Rakdos. We are not sure who this person is. They operate from the shadows. But they command many ogres, many demons, and blood witches within their ranks. They could be problematic. I think we, unfortunately, will have to wait and see more of what they are doing. I don't think that they are foolhardy enough to attack Rakdos head-on, but they may band up with Taros or some of the other extremists. The Orzov, as you know, there are whispers within to overthrow the Ghost Council. There's only one problem with that. The Ghost Council is not exactly an easy thing to kill. If it was easy to kill ghosts, People would have figured out a way to do it before. They are a special type of spirit. Their life lingers on with full recollection and intelligence of all of their past doings. It's like they never died. They only gained in corporal form. Jace has words on that. You see Jace kind of yawning and stretching? <laughs> so... In my travels, I have encountered another being like me. I have encountered many beings like me. One with a speciality at killing spirits. Now, I don't think this person knows about Ravnica, but planeswalking is... <laughs> difficult to navigate unless you've been to the place. Sometimes you can end up in places you don't mean to be. I think that there is always the potential that this type of magic could be brought to Ravnica, or if people could figure out ways to contact her. Right now, it's all pretty self-contained. And the only other person in Ravnica, besides myself, who stepped outside of the plains, is your goblin friend over there. You don't have a continual way to travel through the plains, do you? No, I don't. Well, I'm hoping that they can't master this teleportation technique into traveling amongst the planes. Are they able to, like, summon 
this person's particular kind of magic, or how would they even track this person? We're not sure. All I know is that they exist. I don't even know that they're looking for me. But I do know that some people with much bigger brains are looking for ways to eliminate those who oppose this new overthrow, mostly Sadak. He's old, he's powerful, and if he is the heir of Sadak, we're not sure exactly how long he's been around. But you don't live that long without learning some things. One of those things is how to obtain knowledge. Now, I've tried to stay as far away from any psychic link, and it's hard to get into my brain. Hopefully, I never have a run-in with it. Yeah. So I'm going to do my best to stay out of Ravnica. I like it here. I was going to make this my home, but there's a lot of chaos going on, and maybe I'll be back, but I have other threats in me, in the universe, to, that require my attention. So as you can see, and then as it picks back up, there is potential to kill spirits permanently. I'm just hoping that this does not become problematic. Sadek would like nothing more than to overthrow all of the guildmasters, myself included. I would like to see him try. I definitely would put up a pretty good fight. But if the odds are against you, sometimes sheer numbers is all you There are moves within my guild. War machines are being built. For the first time in its history since I've taken over, machines and technology is being used to implement and be used in war. Strictly in war. No other functions. These are made to fight against you? Everyone. Against everyone. There is, we believe, Ichabod is the head scientist manning up this technology. <laughs> We're not sure where his base of operations is. And much of the safe parts of the city are no longer safe. Much has changed in this, in these past few weeks. We don't have quite the intel that we had, because things are not nearly as civilized as they used to be. Old treaties and civilities have gone. The world out there in some parts is very much like how the rule operate every day. Chaos. I know of no plots to overthrow my guild directly yet, but with enough help, it could be done. I'm not indestructible. As far as the other guilds, the Azorius remain loyal to the guild pact. I've spoken to Asperia myself. Warberigmos remains loyal, other than the, the defactors within his guild. Most of the corruption within the Azorius has been rounded up and punished. 
most of those who were following the heir of Sadek were bureaucrats and politicians, not warriors. They were easy to rout once all the building blocks started crumbling. Well, besides the ones that the heir of Sadek didn't kill himself. That was the guild that he attacked first, knowing that they would probably be the easiest to defeat. He knows better than to mess with Asperia directly in a one-on-one -on -one confrontation. That fight probably wouldn't go well for him. That doesn't mean that he won't be back. There is not enough arrest or paladins within the Azorius to protect her forever. I think what we have gathered is these few generals within Sadek's ranks, Tauros, Ichabod, and anyone else that we can make a list of need to be taken out. Arrested, contained, killed, including the Belheims. They're getting funding still from the Belheims. I'm not sure how they're still embezzling money from the Ulgoth, but they are. I think that the Belheims would be a good priority, but I also think protecting Gerard would be good as well. I'm sure uh, Madame Madri is still out there as well. She is. She's second in command to some hidden agent within the Rakdos. But people are still going missing. And it's a lot harder to keep track of the numbers of people that are going missing. I'm sure some are joining the cause. And some are food. Vampires have to eat, you know. So, I will let you pick the path that you want to go, but you will report directly to me now, for as long as it's able to be. So, Nivix is a safe place, for now. I have a gift for you. Since I know that it is not possible for you to travel to Nivix every time you need a safe place to stay, and the city itself right now is in complete turmoil, most of the businesses are choosing sides or being destroyed. He uh, reaches into his like one of his desk drawers and he pulls out this it looks like some sort of a like almost like a snow globe. Um, you've probably never seen an item like this before. It's of my own design. This it's basically a safe house. You wind at the bottom, it opens a rip into interdimensional space. And on the inside is a mansion. Yeah, but he doesn't have an orb. He has to use a spell slot for it. This can only be used once a day, so use it wisely. I will gift this to your party on the grounds that when things return to normal, you give me my bobble back. Sometimes I need a break from the world, too. You got the bag of holding? Fair enough. I think Pigwin has it. Yeah, I mean, we'll take it. Yeah. <clears throat> Look, that we owe that to you. Um, it's just called an orb of requirement. It basically fulfills the needs of whatever you need. So if you need a bathhouse, if you need a 
just some safe beds if you need a dining hall, if you need it, 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 it becomes whatever type of place you need it to be. But you're in like you're in basically like a, you're in basically like a pocket dimension. No one can get in, and only you can come out. And you're invisible. No one sees you. Cool. What happens to the snow globe when we go through it? Does it just it stay kind of like ground? when you twist it, it kind of opens up into like this doorway. You guys kind of go into it, and once you say the command word, it closes. So kind of like um, the staircase we went in with. Um, Xerxes it just kind of went away only that it this goes into interdimensional space cool it's kind of like being in a bag of holding that you never run out of air dope it's a temporary solution but it will give you a place to stay when you need a place to stay nice well that's mighty generous of you thank you very much well uh I believe we've got a lead on the Bellheims right now. Excellent. That may be the first step we take. How 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 are you doing? That still? Yeah, it's fine. Four. <laughs> that was. I mean, that was, that was pretty good. That was way better than I was remembering. <laughs> okay. So, all gained your new items. You have many options at hand. Many places that you could go, many places you could travel, things that you can investigate. And the world of Ravnica has opened up to you to begin this next chapter in the world. Spooky. That's where we're going to end tonight's set. Woo! Damn. Hope everybody enjoyed it. Had a good time. A lot of role playing. Appreciate it. Whatever. Fucking gets a zombie. He's like, I ain't get no shit. I didn't even get um, with that, we will be back next week, continuing our adventures in Ravnica. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Spittles. Follow us on Wednesdays at seven thirty, and you can see the chaos that we bring forth. <laughs> <laughs>